Welcome back to WTF and Von Adil with Spicy and the Fox Danger. And today, the big shebang, the promised land. It is the greatest job episode, as you've read the title of this, I'm sure. And we have our greatest guest, who I can't say he's the greatest guest, but he is a good guest. Hey, Drelo. I didn't set you up well there. Sorry. <laughs> you really <didn't. laughs> I just kind of, you know, threw him out the, the front door there. So, yes, thank you for joining us, Trelo. <laughs> but, yeah, um, we finally get to talk about the, the greatest job ever, huh? Yes, and it is Blue Mage. But first, do we have to stick to the segments, Fox? Yeah, we can do the segments thing. Uh, for anyone who listened to the last episode, though, and I, I was thinking about this, we probably shouldn't make, like, the weird mouth noises because that was kind of cringy. Uh, um, mm, I don't know. I like... You, you really want to just do that, don't you? Well, you know, Murr and I had this thing where we go. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, the, yeah, well, the blue little thing. You do you, man. Anyway. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll start off here. There's no worse thread of the of the anything or questions we weren't asked this week. I didn't see anything caught my eye. But one thing that has caught my eye is that the uh, the meta thread on Reddit, the best of r slash FFXI 2020 awards has no number. It's been like three weeks and there is not a single nomination there were a couple deleted ones but there is not a single nomination and i think people should go in there and nominate uh slash you slash spicy sock just because it's ridiculous and stupid so go nominate spicy sock he has like two posts i'm banned from there so i'm not even supposed to post which makes it even better that my my sock has two or three posts in the uh for the whole year in there so someone go nominate the sock and uh let's make that thread even more ridiculous otherwise this is, like, years past, people said stuff in there and nominated good stuff, and there is not a single thing this year. So, someone go do that. Honestly, I never even go to Reddit unless you point me in its direction because of, like, X ridiculous thing that's happened. It's important to keep your ear to the street sometimes. You, you see things in there. It's, it's, a, it's a cesspool, but it's not as bad as other things. It's not like, you know. Like some of the things that we're like be the BG forums. For yes, yes. Okay. Next segment here: the Ronstadt files. Uh, so anyone who's been in our Discord has seen Ronstadt's been extra uppity lately, and we mentioned him a few times on this podcast because I like to uh, be a bully. So, uh, yeah, joined. It's so bad. That's why it has to be done. It is so bad. Joined the Ronstadt group for Ambuscade because I just wanted a quick weekly seal. They were doing D. It's the Q-Trip. What is it this month still? I can't even remember. It's the Q-Trips. It's Q-Trips. Yeah, it's still Q-Trips for three more days now. And, uh, you know, very simple. You could kite them. You could have a pal and tank them. But no, we uh, we want to do it the hard way. So Ron goes in this whole thing of how if you eat this miso, this uh, salt ramen, you'll have enough evasion to dodge the boss all the time. And, and you'll never die ever, were his words. So uh, 1,300 evasion on Thief, which wasn't special. Uh, never, never dodged, died constantly, never won a run, which went in the first time. Ron took seven minutes to buff, went in, died, wow. was using the mage puppet. So I guess, well, this is part of the, uh, the Aventur von Spicy und Dreisen, uh, here. He was using the mage pup to tank, mage frame, mage, white mage head. So when he was too busy focusing on DDing, the puppet would die and then we would wipe. So that, that was good. And he, so Whoa, he wasn't using like the Harley Rune tank or anything nope. like that. Like nope. he was using the, the legitimate white mage. Yep, with the legitimate white mage and didn't use repair, so oh, it would die. Man. And if I can interrupt that. it constantly. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So 
It all started because he was shouting for salt ramen, which I have enough to make several stacks of on a mule. And it, it turned into this thing where I told him that the items aren't even on the auction house. So he immediately, this is how I knew it was going to be a thing. He immediately starts yelling that, can I get a crafter who won't make excuses? And he just, you know, he ended up saying, fuck you and blacklisting my mule, not knowing it's me, as I immediately joined his party to watch what was going to happen. So, oh, that's delicious because I was going to ask how that order of events. Went yes, out. yes, it's a tinyurl.com slash salty ron where he yelled and I said, if you buy a miso ramen and cry, your uh, your tears will make it salty, and then showed that I have all the items to make it. I'm just not gonna not gonna make it. But yeah, don't don't if you're tanking on pup, don't do that. It's don't do that. Yeah, my mind didn't even go there. I assumed he was going to try to hold the ads somehow using the the tank puppet. Oh yes, that was the uh, that was the goal. Yeah, I, I thought that that's how it was going to go down. But with you saying there's like a white mage pup involved, like I, I don't even know. So basically, is. and it's D too. So losing over and over again to D, he has one pup hold two in the corner. That's fine. That pup did fine. They used the Valoridge uh, head and frame or whatever. It was fine. Uh, they didn't have any problem. Then you had him holding the other two. So it wouldn't do triple reversal. And okay. yes. And oh, it was great because we went in white mage. The red mage did haste and had like a three minute duration. So he immediately starts, I can't do this, this Red Mage is garbage, after he gave the Red Mage an HQ crepe, and immediately starts warping with his ring, and we've been in there for seven minutes. And I go, no, no, we're gonna do this, you're not warping, and he, he stops, and then I'm, I regret not just letting him warp and leaving, but... Oh, uh, it's been great, he's been yelling a lot lately, and people have been yelling things like, uh, you're not getting to wave three, and he just starts yelling that he's blacklisting everyone, and just, oh, it's just great. Anyway, I think this is the deepest we've ever gone. Yeah. I'm talking about like this segment. The segment was much better in my mind than when it actually came out of my mouth, as everything is. <laughs> so, I'm sure. Uh, last little thing here is that the model synergy furnace will be available in two days after this is out. I think two, three days. It's it's going to be available next campaign, and we talked about it last episode and how we couldn't get it, and now we can get it. So, anyway. Now that now I get to cry into my crucible and, and skill it up. Now that I can cry into my miso ramen and make it salty enough for Ron to pay two million over auction house price, which is what he did. He gave uh, one of our people on our Discord, not that they're affiliated with us, they're just a listener, Alvino. He gave him like two mil extra. Like I guess I guess that means three mil a stack for salt ramen that he was using on pup to never evade. That's absurd. I think for like one more million, you can get an NQL tennis repast. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, it is, it is. Ron will certainly come up again. Anyway, thank you for joining us, uh, Drela. Oh, wait, there was the Sveden thing, whatever. Thank you, Sveden. We like you. We'll talk about you sometime. <laughs> we'll, we'll address that on that. Yes, future. yes. Um, thank you for joining us, Drela. Hey, guys. So we're missing the funk levels of sophistication this time of an outline. We just have random talking points I've made here, but... Drelo's been playing since... I don't know, tell us, Drelo. Uh, I've been playing since like a month after NA release. A couple of breaks here and there, but pretty much the whole time I've been playing. So for a lot of years. And the majority of those are spent on Blue Mage? Or what did you play before Blue Mage? Uh, really, it's like four or five jobs that I main throughout the years, but like the 75 era. like During the whole time, you know, Blue Mage was my main, but of course, different events, you weren't able to bring Blue Mage, so... I was a black mage, a summoner. Pretty much always a DD job, though, at some point. So when did your yeah. whole love for Blue Mage come out? Because everyone just knows you as a Blue Mage. <laughs> uh, pretty much when it was re released, you know, like, um, before it came out, I uh, was on Black Mage or Red Mage. And just, like, the idea of, you know, using monster abilities just seemed really cool. So 
when it came out, I tried it and I just fell in love with it from there. I remember when it very first came out and I was one of the blues that jumped on the new job, obviously. And I went out and learned bludgeon. And I remember we were like a party of six blue mages just spamming bludgeon in the Yatunga jungle on goblins. And it was like the greatest thing. Yeah. It was legit back then, especially because you could carry yag drinks if you were, uh, you know, loaded. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like something, it was a, a job concept that was completely different at the time when it first came out. So everybody was used to like certain stuff. And then when it came out, it kind of changed things over. So. Yeah, so, well, while physical spells aren't what they were back then, they were originally with uh, up until maybe Asha, they had really fallen into like, don't bother really using these. But back then it was still cool. The job's still different. I like the physical spells, even though they kind of fell by the wayside. Right. Yeah. I like that they took a, a design space like the spells in this game and added ways to incorporate it in a melee fashion. Like it lets you stack with like sneak attack and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, you got to. You got like cool results. Like you got to blend melee and mage in a way that red mages, you know, for years hoped they would be. And then they still hoped they would be. And then scholar came out and then they go, oh, that's what red mage should have been. And then they go, oh, yeah, pretty much. Then no one cared about red mage. And now everyone does. It's a very vicious cycle there, Fox. Yeah, for real. So my blue maging at 75 is when I started. Originally, I people on the link show, I I guess I was only in like kind of one social show back then, but people on the link show. Oh, I remember now. I was just trying to remember. It was why I was musing there. It was Moon Stompers was the name of the link show. So back when I was in Moon Stompers, uh, people would always ask for help with spells. And because I was a new player and was struggling to even do pup and would sit around waiting ever for a party, I hated just wasting time getting spells. So I refused to help people. And when you're in a social show that everyone helps everyone and you refuse to help people, you kind of like feel like a douche. So I always said to everyone for a while, I will never level Blue Mage because I don't want to farm the spells. And I told everyone I'll never level it because I didn't help anyone else farm the spells, so I can't level it. Long story short, leveled it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, Blue Mage at 75, to my memory, was really cool. My greatest time to shine was uh, in Inher Yar, where you would go in and, you know, crowd control with... Sheep song, or I mean, if you were lined up right, yawn, yawn's still kind of cool, and uh, you could use breath spells in the really hard bosses, or you could um, you could cure people, stuff like that. It was like, it was very good at keeping groups together because back then it was kind of like you know you had support jobs and everything. They're not like they are today, as powerful as they are, but having someone that can go around and kind of just make sure things aren't attacking people but can take damage better than a mage can because you didn't have the gear you do then it was it was a really unique role blue filled kind of well wait are you saying that there's an era before mighty guard where blues had merit options other than diffusion an era before blue was op and we should nerf it oh wait it was nerfed yeah my memories of back then were a little different because uh I was really, you know, connected to like the end game scene back then, and a lot of people hated Blue Mage. They thought it was like a like a modern day puppet master, like just completely useless job that people just play like just to have fun. So I had to kind of fight to get into events, and uh, it's good that you got to play an Iron Jar and stuff like that. But for me, like nobody wanted to bring it. They would rather have like bards sleep everything, or you know, like a black mage or a red mage, and it was just a struggle just to get into events for me. I was in real shitty groups, so the fact I got to play was the fact that we generally didn't win anyway. And the really good groups that were doing the, you know, wave three, tier threes, and they were just using a summoner burn to clear an entire wave to save the time. Because it was really weird because you didn't have enough time to clear it in a conventional way, so you had to do stupid stuff like that. 
they didn't want blue either, really. I mean, some some were cool with it. It kind of gained some prominence because another thing too, um, stunning was a thing for crowd controlling on blue in there too because the stun before sudden lunge from what was it? Headbutt? No, 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 no. no. It's it's not Panzo Faust. It's Ooh. the doll that does Panzo Faust. It's like Jaeger Faust. What is it? Blitzstrahl. Yeah, Blitzstrahl. Um, from Blitzstrahl would do like a potent stun that could you know potentially stop moves or save so you know so people kind of got a little starry-eyed over blue doing useful stuff staying out of range not dying with breath spells yeah for me back at that time i oh go ahead i uh i remember you know like i said i had a fight to get into events but i remember one thing that we used to do uh limbus and when we do like omega we'd all sub thief and stuff and I would just That's... like do cannonball and like people would just go crazy because he would the Omega would go after me and I don't know. It was a fun memory. I did Omega That's... as pup while they kited it. Sorry, Fox. You'd have the ninja with the uh Hades Sainty and they'd do stun and run around slash dark knight kiting it, and I would send my puppet after it. But otherwise I think people did do Blue Mage and that was a really great use for it was sneak attack cannonball. I was just gonna say when Drelo brought that up, that's exactly uh, what I was going to say. Is uh, we we did a lot of end game things, and we almost never brought blue mages to anything. Um, but when we did, it was to limit and specifically Omega. Yeah, there was like a big thing where like people just didn't want to use blue mage for stuff, even though you could use it, and it might not have been the most optimal. But back then, people just you know they didn't like the idea. We'll go into the Funkworks realm here of the history of Vana Deal. For as much as everyone <laughs> thought blue mage was. Uh, you know, not that great. It certainly wasn't without Blue Mage being the, I want to say, keystone, cornerstone. It was not the center of the strategy, but it was certainly a pivotal part of it in the first Pandemonium Warden kill. You know, the Cannonball strat, it could be used in a lot of different events. And, you know, we used it for, uh, what's that event? Zenny and M's. A lot yes. of those M's, we used Blue Mage with Cannonball and stuff like that. So it had different strategies that you could use, but a lot of people just didn't want to invest the time into... Uh, figuring it out i wasn't in the h&m scene where people would use, like, use blue cannonball for cerberus and stuff like that but i want to try to describe it to people who have never lived that era um a big thing was things like cerberus would do aoe damage and burn and you had jobs that they weren't able to do great damage because you're either missing or you're just not don't have enough attack and you're you know a lot of reasons the damage was a lot slower the fights took a lot longer even for normal mobs and uh, not dying and being a burden while still contributing damage, especially a sizable portion of damage. People would use rangers for you know certain NMs and things like that. Uh, the pony comes to mind, uh, is he on or whatever. Yeah. Things like, yeah, everyone used ranger. That wouldn't be a blue mage one. That was kind of after cannonball when the level cap... Oh, that was still 75 for that. But anyway, um, blue mage had a use in... You didn't really get TP, unfortunately, but you had still... Um, the ability to stand back, wait on sneak attack and chain affinity, and then do a rather powerful cannonball uh, while boosting up your defense, because that's the gimmick of that spell, and contribute while not being a burden. Yeah, it was cannonball, and then I remember blue mages back then being known for like a disseverment, like I mentioned before the podcast, and then also uh, hysteric barrage. Is it hysteric? No, hysteric assault. Is that it? Hysteric uh, barrage. Yeah. Hysteric barrage wasn't that great. Well, I mean, I also wasn't an endgame like blue myself. Like I only got into the leveling scene for it, but I was caught up in the the standard H and M jobs. So yeah. like I got to watch them never come to events, and it was kind of unfortunate because I was always interested in Blue Mage, but I never really 
got the chance to to do that with you know H and M scene being like a full time job anyway. Yeah, for those spells you wouldn't really use them during the H and M stuff, but like uh, EXP kind of mobs, you just destroy them. They were called the uh, the big three: hysteric barrage, frantic rip, and disseverment. And a blue mage could like tear through like a you know like a regular mob, usually for like limbus, like there's certain zones in limbus that you do. And uh, if you had blue mage, that's pretty much like where most of my blue mage play came from was limbus. And that's still a thing for blues. You can really kill fodder sometimes in one hit with a sufficiently buffed up, you know, as in wearing the right strength gear plus sinker drill. But it's not like it was back at 75 where, you know, you can take your weapons and do a lot more damage and do a weapon skill now and kill it. Back then, you didn't just instantly kill fodder with a weapon skill. And, yeah. you know, having a quick burst of damage, as long as you had MP, because MP was a lot more of a problem back then, which is part of the reason why Hysteric Barrage wasn't great. But yeah. not to get lost in the soup, um, it was really special to do that. And back then you had, you know, red mages who wouldn't refresh you, or <laughs> that was a whole other issue, too. Of course, back then, people not wanting to use blue mages, and the red mages were, like, snobby. If my memory serves correctly, people were upset, especially red mages, when blue mage got battery charge. I remember that, but I don't remember why. I, I don't I, remember As a red mage, I, I was okay with that. <laughs> And I think they got refreshed too with that. I think level 80 ish is when Blue got it, and they got refreshed too at that point. So I don't know why they're upset about Blue getting refreshed, but whatever. Yeah. They were always upset. And that's why they finally, now that they have an edge over Blue again after sucking the Blue for the whole like Esha period, now they're finally uh -huh. like, huh, huh. Yeah, there's always been like that kind of rivalry between uh, Red and Blue. Forget Corsairs. It's Red Mages, Blue Mage have a problem so, with. I actually don't hear about this a lot. Like, what was Blue like in uh, the Abyssia time? Awesome. Uh, it was amazing, yeah. That was when Blue really started to shine. It was cool because CDC was pew, pew, pew for many years. Right, yeah, that and, you know, the that's when we start to get our AoE kind of footing. Oh, one more thing on Cannonball, too, while I I, didn't, I think this is a big part of it before we bury it forever. Uh, accuracy was a huge problem back then, especially, so you couldn't really hit on jobs and sneak attack made it hit, so there you go. That's true. We actually, um, in place of a Dark Knight that couldn't come to one of the run, the Omega runs, that's when we started using the Blue Mage Sub-Thief, because we usually would have a Dark Sub-Thief do weapon skills or close skill chains or whatever. I yeah, we usually had Samurai do that. So. kind of sad that Gluttonous Dart, as awesome of a spell as it is for many reasons, I kind of sad that you don't have like a big long-range damage spell on Blue still. It's kind of sad. So, I am a 119 era Blue. So I like as far as like the meat of what I've done on Blue Mage, like I, I live in that world. And I was actually really surprised by the damage that some of the stuff like Quadratic Continuum and uh, Sinker Drill and all that could do. But I actually haven't found Glutinous Dart to be that impressive, but I could just be doing it wrong. It's not super impressive. It's piercing damage, but it's impressive because Blue Mage didn't have a long spell really before that besides Cannonball. So it's a quick casting long spell that does piercing damage and it gives you HP boost and some good stat traits because Blue Mage is cool that it can set its own traits and gets a lot of uh, extra status attributes by setting certain spells. Yeah, when we go deep into that, like I've got some things to say about the, the spell set. I don't think we're going to go too deep into that because the two blue guides cover that really well. I don't think we, I mean, you could, we could say you get accuracy bonus and stuff, but we just do it now. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk about like the specific traits you get or anything, but just how fascinating it is that the job is customizable like that. And having like what is it like the two minute timer like to change it like I feel it's, that is it's one balanced. minute I think last time oh. I said two minutes someone got upset and corrected us in the comments yeah I it, forgive me minute. my understanding of blue is not like these guys is but, uh, I'm uh, supposed to know better sorry 
but I actually like the, the the fact that you can change on the fly like that. Like I've done that in Omen to hit objectives and stuff, and it's it's really sweet. Um, what I felt looking at it last though, and like looking at like the old stats and, or the old spells that you could set and everything uh, compared to like the newer ones. Obviously, the newer ones have like bigger stat mods on there because uh, that's one of the things that the blue mages get when they set these spells is you get like Dex plus eight or Strength plus eight or something like that in addition to like potentially traits. Um, but I still don't feel like they've really scaled well, like uh, the stats that they put on those spells, because usually those spells have like a really high point cost associated with them. Mm. I don't know. What do you think, Trello? I have thoughts. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I feel like the developers probably are really cautious about Blue Mage because uh, it is a job that could be really easily overpowered if they were to add like, you know, 10, 15, 20 strength to one spell or something like that. So I don't I never really minded the stat boosts. So the problem is, too, uh, to go along with what you're saying, is they released those spells that add, uh, so the eight-point big eight elemental nukes for blue that everyone knows for AoE cleaving, they added, those are costly spells, but it's not too prohibitive, but they added like eight stat to each of them, unless it's like the, the light and dark are like four, but uh, that was the biggest stat boost, and that came at a time where Alluvian Skirmish was like the big content. And they made it for that point in time, and the problem is, as time goes on, that 8 stat back then is even less impressive years later, so it kind of, they never updated the spells. Because when I was talking about the Cannonball and stuff and how we don't have one, I was thinking, I don't know the exacts to blue magic damage calculations. I know the page is from the 75 era on any wiki, except maybe JP, which wouldn't be as flushed out, or as legible for us. But there's certain calculations in the old spells and the way it damages that they do much less damage than the newer spells, not just because of stat mods, but there's some other stuff going on. They they never updated them. They really could do nothing but update old spells or just spells in general, and it would be fine. It's the thing with Blue Mage, though, is like the whole job is like one ongoing project for the developers because a lot of those spells are stuck in a certain era that you get them from, you know? And I don't think they're really yeah. paying much attention to it besides not putting it on gear since... Uh, Omen. Yeah, which sucks. I know, you have a big axe to grime with that. Yeah, like, uh, it needs an update, and, like, every time I go somewhere to suggest that, people come out and say, oh, no, it's perfectly fine, because people use it as, like, a, like a DD now, like, with swords, you know, you don't even cast spells, just buffs. But they could really, like, uh, bring a whole new kind of playing, uh, thing to blue, because if you were to add gear that boosts uh, blue magic potency or a duration of a buff you could use older spells without having the developers to go and you know tweak each spell which would take like forever with the little team that they have we were talking before and what you're saying right there is exactly the conclusion that i brought up when uh, i was talking about the su5 sword and the missed opportunity that is yeah and yeah. some of the spells just to give an example of one of the most egregious spells and how bad they are feather barrier I pulled it up. It's plus 25 evasion. It's a level 56 spell. Plus 25 evasion. It has a duration of 30 seconds, and the recast time is two minutes. Well, I know one that's even worse. It's called Hydro Shock. Oh, yes. Oh. It's a spell that is supposed to lower your enmity, but just using the spell, it like cancels it out, so it doesn't even work. You know, There's a lot of spells like that that don't even work, where and they could speak it, and it would be actually useful for blue. I tried it this month for the Q-Troop, because I was in a group where it would have worked out perfectly. It was me and two other DDs, and we were all capping hate, obviously, because you're doing straight nines. And I go, okay, this would be the one time this spell can shine. Let's try it. And I put on Hydra Shot, and I did CA Eflux, and I didn't lose any hate. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's a lot of spells <laughs> like that where it's like you you just think like I wonder if the spell even works, you know? Like for the longest time we had spells like Turbillion and stuff like that where the additional effect didn't work and with their spaghetti code there's probably broken spells and Oh, I'm sure. And it finally does work, but it only works after they went back and gave it like a big magic accuracy boost like all the weapon skill second effects. Right. I see Blue Mage the same way I see Beastmaster when it comes to debuffs. And I think that there's a there's a lot of space there where they have all these really interesting debuffs that monsters provide, um, but they they don't even have the same potency as Beastmaster in some situations, and I think that's a shame. Yeah, it's so bad. Like that's why I suggest like if they were to add gear, that would boost those spells because it would really open up like a new playing field. Like we could use spells like Infrasonics that would be like a huge evasion down for mobs that are evasive, and I don't know. I just have like a dream of using Bad Breath for some reason. Like I want to use it. <laughs> Not right. a bad idea what? either because Bad Breath's part of a fast cast trait, so. Well, wasn't the issue with Bad Breath that like it wouldn't land or something? Like it has an awful accuracy rate. It lands, but like the the additional effects they last like three seconds. It's so stupid. Like I just used it like a couple of months ago just for fun. It pulled it, it up. Off. Uh, it gives you about a negative fourteen percent gravity of movement speed to the mob, a twenty percent slow, but the duration of the effects is all independently between ten and less than sixty seconds. What? And even better, since it's a breath spell. Uh, the damage is uh, your current HP divided by 8 plus your level divided by 3. So That's such an iconic spell, too. Yes, right. and it does no damage, and it did crap damage at 75, too, because of the divider yeah, by 8. At 75, it had like a huge MP cost. It's like almost 400 MP, and it took forever to cast. It's 212 it's still. Uh, 212. Yeah, casting time is 9 seconds. Yeah, wow. it makes it annoys me because uh when I play fourteen and I play Blue Mage there, like they did some justice to like the, a lot of the iconic spells. Like they still cast bad breath. I forget why, but they still use stuff like that. So when you were saying before that blue is just a job to go have fun on, my first thought was, Oh, they did the same thing in fourteen when they released blue too. Nothing except a job to have fun on. Yeah. <laughs> At least they're consistent. Yeah, right. But breath spells used to be really cool, and a, an element of blue that has been completely forgotten, even though they put it on the JSC cape, the Rosmerda has a monster correlation. Blue was one yep. of those jobs, besides Beast, that was supposed to be the monster correlation job, and breath spells were a huge part of that, uh, as well as nukes. But that has gone by the wayside, because not only elementals have no affinity or anything like that, there's no spells that really it matters to. Arcana from Synchrotron, it doesn't matter. And they kind of forgot about that. Yeah, that was actually the damage formula is really outdated because you just do more damage now with the weapon skill. So. Oh yeah, because what was cool about seventy five with the breaths? Yeah, you might only do like what a thousand damage or something for a lot of MP, or maybe even less than that. But you know, you have monster correlation because you get an extra twenty five percent damage to that. And at that time period, it was really cool. But even when the breaths came out, like uh, poison breath or thunder breath, when those came out in the, like the eighties, nineties. 95 of this game they were still garbage then because they just weren't worth casting it's really like situational i'm i have like a the memory of a goldfish but i remember using breath spells for something like heat breath or poison breath or something like maybe wind breath like no it was before the abyssia so it was oh like yeah five days radiant breath used to do uh reasonable for you know when you're not great at meleeing in the 75 event but even that one by the wayside radiant breath was cool too because it was silence or whatever before blue got silence Did, weren't those used to be stacked with like um that uh, convergence or whatever that ja is kind of with convergence was magic only it didn't work for breaths i think but yeah convergence oh. is another thing it's a merit ability and there's no reason to have it it turns aoe's into single targets and increases their power but it's not worth using because that would mean 
you're using magic as your primary form of damage. Maybe for a magic burst, but even then, that's still not a great, not a great thing to have. Yeah, it wasn't really the best. But uh, well, blue had chaotic eye back in the day for silence. Ah, yeah, that's right. That was gaze though. Yeah, but there's a lot of like breath spells like that where they had some situational use. But nowadays, you know, you would never cast anything like that. Well, I. I can get some pretty impressive numbers when, like, I use Burst Affinity, and not even with, like, your your normal contenders, like, Spectral Flow and all that. Like, um, I've actually gotten some really funny damage out of, like, Rail Cannon, even though it's not MP efficient. Yeah, that's and a weird one. does good amount of damage. I, I, I can only imagine what that's like with Convergence, though. <laughs> like, uh... Convergence is, like, a really small boost. From what I remember. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's like it's like one of those things that's stuck in like the seventy five days because it's such a, a small boost. Yeah, it's getting it's increased to magic damage, so it increases magic damage by twenty five percent. But I, I don't. It the BG page only has that. There has to be some. I know. I remember you were saying Drela. There has something else to it. That's the reason it sucks too. Prohibit. I had it once during the Abyssia days, but after that, I uh, I never married it. So let's let's go back to the timeline, I guess. Of Fox asked how blue was in uh, abyssia and that's where actually the modern blue i guess was born because that's when charge whisker aoe burning for gold boxes and stuff kind of came into a a real thing there oh yeah that was a time where uh blue mage was like a time bitch you know from big groups so, and so it was that and cdc yep and then cdc because all the crit weapon skills you know put those jobs that they were associated with at the top like monk ninja thief did you do nothing in abyssia fox uh, I did very little in Abyssia. Um, we were, it was like when Abyssia first came out and like we were farming Empyrean weapons, but I, I, and I stopped playing before Empyrean, we, we actually had anyone finish an Empyrean weapon. I was like, going to say the, the Atmos was the whole thing too. Raise Ruins, Gnarled Horn, yeah. and Sanguine Scythe. It was like, like 70% crit damage and 50% or 50% crit damage, like 70% crit rate and some counter or something. Yeah, the the Abyssia that that I got to see was like the the base zone, so it's like your Abyssia Tarangi, you know, Abyssia. Um, uh, yeah, the, when the uh, second zone know, came out, things kind of changed up. Yeah, yeah, the first zone was kind of that that toe in the water, and then they just went ridiculous. <laughs> That's when you got raised ruins in the second zones. That's when if you weren't a job with a crit weapon skill for like a couple of years, you were deemed worthless. So you'd be a paladin wow. using a spear to use a skewer. Yeah, it pretty much turned everything on its head during that era, which was fun for me, at least, you know. Like I said, like during you come from the 75 days where you're like fighting just to stick Blue Mage in any kind of content, and now it was like at the top. Literally, everyone wants a Blue Mage then. And as everyone knows you on the forums, all you want is Blue to be number one and everything else to be zero. That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the job's cool enough to where I actually wouldn't be bothered by that. So I don't know, Jarelo, if it's because you're like the George Clooney of Final Fantasy XI players because I saw your Instagram for like two seconds or that, <laughs> that, that, that thread on BG where people post the real pictures. I'm like, oh, this guy's like the George Clooney of 11. But I don't well, know if, if it's that jealousy, but what is everyone's hate with you online? Because you don't have to, you, like I say things that people don't like or, or offend them or whatever. So they get, you know, or they just find me obnoxious because whatever. But <laughs> you just seem to do nothing and everyone hates you. What is that? Yeah, you know, I just I have that thing, I guess, because that's always been with me. But uh, I have my theories. I think that um, I was like one of the most vocal people during the Abyssia days where literally everyone thought it was cool to hate on 11. And it was just when 14 had came out oh, you know, that's right. 2.0. So it was like everyone was jumping the bandwagon to 14. That old 11 game is dead and whoever likes is an idiot. And, you know, just during that time, I kind of felt like I knew like 11 had its... Uh, 
shortcomings and you know the devs weren't paying attention to it as much but i just felt like you know i'm the only one that's saying anything positive about it so i felt like kind of like it was my position to have to say something positive and i think that rubs a lot of people the wrong way where they they feel like they wanted to quit and they hated the game and anyone who liked it i don't know if they were like jealous or like i don't know it was like this weird thing where i think that's where it started where a lot of people hated the game and i was the only one that said something positive so they felt they had to like attack me then they're stoic and alone with your opinions. There's yeah. some some psychological condition that goes along with that. I'm sure if we had anyone that understood psychology of how people need to have validation or being, you know, someone proving them wrong is the same triggering their brain as pain, you know. I'm sure there's some sort of phenomenon that goes along with that that gives them some outlandish reason to hate you. But I do actually, now that you brought it up, I do remember you doing that because I wasn't banned from Auction House at that point. You were kind of like the poster boy for White Knighting 11 for a bit on that board. Yeah, and well, everywhere, BG and all those places. So they kind of ran with that. And, you know, they saw me as like the face of 11. So they had to attack me because they hated the game for whatever reason. Like they killed their precious 75 cap days and stuff like that. So yeah, those people. I would get like, I would get like death threats and. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Any good ones? Uh, on the auction house site, yeah, there was like one guy who would like every couple of months sent me a message saying I should kill myself and stuff like that. I actually think he sent me a message like last year or something. Like that. <laughs> he hasn't given up. <laughs> so what? He's he's gone on for like eight years now, just saying you should kill yourself. Yeah, he, he came back last year and sent me like a private message saying, "Oh, you're still on these forums, you nerd," or something like that. Wow. It's a lot of, like, I don't know. It's I like, always have a theory. There's a lot of crazy people who play. It's, it's like when you graduate from high school and, like, you go back for, like, your 10th reunion or whatever, and that dude who's the bully is still there, yeah, and, like, he's still right. trying to act like a bully or a cool guy. Back to the future. Yeah, exactly. That's ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of weird people. But it's like, is this the real life? Also, besides you white knighting, I remember you being kind of the poster boy for Blue Mage as well, not just in, like, hey, I like Blue Mage, but you... You were, I don't know of anyone else on Blue that ever did the full trial to Afterglow their weapon before Afterglows were given with uh, the Augments and, not Augments, but the, the Boulders or whatever. No, no, they're by Tetsus, but whatever trial it was to get everyone Afterglow. You went Afterglow before that. You did AG2? Yeah, I uh, I was the first that I know of, Afterglow T-Zona on any server. But uh, you never know that because, you know, SE gave everyone the finger and... Uh, Gave it to everyone, and you know, on the auction house site, they had like a mess up with their the way they classify the weapons, and now it shows everyone as having an afterglow, even though you know I was the only one that had it. And I'm sure that was another reason to get you that hate mail. This guy has afterglow to zone. I hate this guy. Yeah, of course. And uh, I actually enjoyed that at that time because uh, everyone examined like, oh, what's that glow around you? I was like, haha. Well, I don't know how long it took you, but it certainly was almost until the weapon was actually everyone getting afterglow that you finally had it well, it depends because um oh that's right a long time ago i i had it twice so <laughs> what i i don't remember what happened with that you got banned or whatever on leviathan and came over to asura <laughs> that's a, a secret okay oh man i won't press too much if you don't want me to but i do that's, <laughs> yeah, i just remember you were on leviathan and you still post as a leviathan thing or whatever yeah at the time uh well i don't have the original character that i used to have so i remade it came over to Azura and made another one, another Afterglow T-Zona. Okay, so how long did either one take you before you flea hacked or something? It took a long time. Uh, 
I don't even remember, like I said, my memory is like a goldfish, but uh, it was a lot of pandemonium wardens and a lot of purchasing those. Because at the time, you know, nobody did that content unless they were making a mythic. So, And it wasn't like today where you could just go in and kick his face in. It was You'd still die at, you know, those levels. Yeah, even after Abyssia, he, uh, he would kill unprepared groups. So He still kills unprepared people. Yeah. Yes, but now you can get it from uh, Ambuscade, so there's a lot more of a supply. Compared to back then, it was uh, a lot harder to get the scoria. That's some dedication. Yeah, but that's like uh, it's like something I'll never forget. That SE just gave everyone the finger, and you know nobody cared to say anything because nobody had it, so they couldn't care less if if SE changed it so that everyone got one. So you know that's something Fox. Since we have to mention Murr every episode, that's something Murr has always been very upset about. Like uh, I had this before anyone else. They don't number it. They don't do this. They don't do that. And they just kind of like don't care. Anyone's had it for like ten years, like me, you know. So, so a big middle finger because you know even the freaking fishing rods have number systems on. Them. Yeah, they do. That's, that's true. They do. That's the worst part because now you actually have something to point to. Those trials were like it was like a trial that when it first came out and you looked at the number of scoria and you'd be like, yeah, no one's ever doing that. And then for the person that actually went through and did it, it was like a big middle finger. The Felgars of the world. <laughs> Shout out! First time I ever mentioned Felgar's name on here with his with his O chain uh, with his, with his everything. That's another Mur one. You know, thanks to Mur for showing me you can actually make all these weapons in this game. I didn't think to do it before Mur encouraged me. Now, now he's got like every weapon, this and that, and Felgar, Felgar. Yes. Oh boy. Anyway, where were we? Now that we have no funk to keep us on track, we've drifted off. I think it was the Abyssia days. I guess we'll go into Adeline. Yeah, um, I think that's where we were at. I, I still don't see yet why people were all. Yeah, people have said that they get, that the job's overpowered or whatever. When ah, that's not. that's the Adeline era. Yeah, um, okay. You want that one, Drill? You go with that one because you were that you were another poster boy for that. Blue's not OP, and I agreed. But people, and it's funny because you said you know the job's okay because that's Mighty Guard, or whatever. Back then, they were saying it was ridiculously OP because of Cocoon and Mighty Guard, <clears throat> Lady of Honor. Uh, and now it's just like now it's okay. People use it, so they've. They've gone from OP to OK, and nothing's changed. Yeah, it was just like a, a huge battle like on the forums where you know people would just bring up like the most ridiculous things, like Cocoon, like a spell that's like level 8 that we've had since the beginning of the game. Like They were just <laughs> using anything that they could to say it was overpowered. But really, the only thing that they were saying it was overpowered for was because everybody and their grandma had picked up Blue Mage at the time. So it was like a huge bandwagon, and uh, whenever something becomes a bandwagon, it usually gets nerfed. And it was probably the biggest time of people all universally, you know, people were making videos on YouTube, there were constant threads, things on Reddit, things on auction, you know, everywhere. I don't think I've ever seen a job have so much like, this is OP, no, it's not OP. It was just like, everyone is blue OP as a video, it was just ridiculous stuff everywhere. I've never seen that for any other job in this game besides Blue Mage. It was just, it was, in my opinion, it was just so unwarranted because, you know, other jobs would do more damage, but maybe they would need uh, a different Buffs. kind of support. Yeah. And, you know, everyone would say, like, oh, you would just take two blue mages and rotate Mighty Guard. But, you know, one of the things that I always said was that you had a Geomancer that had Entrust in the haste, and they could just use that. But then I remember people on the forum saying stuff like, oh, well, if you use Entrust for that, you can't use it for, like, extra attack or defense or something. But Entrust was really weak, so, you know, there's really no other reason to use another spell besides in the haste. I agree. And anyone who actually knows those values would know why you only entrust certain things yeah definitely so like indie haste was one of the spells that you could use to not have to use a blue mage because then you could cap your haste that way 
So at the time of before Blue Major's bandwagon, there was a huge Beastmaster bandwagon before it was obscure, and now it's coming back. Um, yeah. Sinister Wing. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing too. Is but right before the Blues OP was everyone like bitching about Beastmaster because everyone it was the Summoner burn before Summoner burning. Yeah, I'm so sad I missed that. Oh, for everyone that loves history, they're getting a pretty good history lesson. It doesn't feel like it's been this long, but it's been this long. Yeah, that was around the time when um, like Esha was full force, and uh, I just remember I joined like a link show, and I remember they had like tons of Beastmasters, and I would be there trying to melee with my Blue Mage, and they would just be spamming like all these uh, Razor Fang or something with the the Lion. So and they would just do ridiculous damage. So at the same time, if everyone's saying Blue Mage is the most OP job, you just take Blue Mage. At the same time frame, a, a rather well geared or decently, I don't know how seriously you had to be geared, but well enough. Nothing, nothing outlandish for sure. People would still take, uh, was it something Randy, Randy the Tiger? I just know Randy is like Blackbeard Randy. Blackbeard Randy. Yes. Yeah. So they would take Blackbeard the pirate over there, and they would do uh, like unleash and run wild or whatever, whatever hell they were doing with them, and they would just spam, you know. Um, the claw thing, and it would just absolutely outparse every job in the game, and then they would just go over and get another revit and do it again before they made revit not do one hours in in Esha. They actually had to change that because of Beastmaster and Summoner. Yeah, it was just so insane. Like I would be sitting there trying to do damage, and it's like there's no point because you're getting hit by like Amnesia, all kinds of debuffs, while the Beastmaster just sits all the way in the back, you know, like sipping tea or something while their pet just destroys everything. And that was the time, too, before the distance nerf, which is the thing yeah. that killed Beast because the good beasts were still there and all the bandwagons didn't know what the hell to do with themselves, and it was a great event of justice, which, unfortunately, was a little too much justice, but eh, better yeah. than nothing. Yeah, I think they should tweak that, but uh, I was one of the people that would go on the forums and say that it needed to be changed because, in my opinion, it was just it was way too overpowered. That's probably why they hate you, too, because you actually go to the place to listen to you, and they're like, oh, no, sh shut up. Like, when they uh, <laughs> when Fraud posted that thing of Hotshot breaking the damage cap, and everyone went oh, nuts man. on him. Oh, uh, that was great. I was actually kind of saddened by that, because I'm a ranger. People were mad. The guy who put out the thing, he's like, look, I can break the damage cap. And then, like, Fraud took his picture to report it, and then he the guy deleted his picture, and everyone was sending Fraud hate mail and cursing at him. I do remember that specifically. We yeah. gotta get Fraud on sometime for Summoner, because he is a Summoner. Some things that, you know, they're cool and they break the game, but you don't want them to be there forever because then, you know, you break the game. So, so the it's, it sounds like we're approaching the, the Adulin, like, time frame and stuff. And, like, you're saying that this is, like, when Blue started to sound like it was OP, but it doesn't sound that OP. It wasn't. So oh. what happened, what, what made Blue OP was the Mighty Guard, quote-unquote OP, was the Mighty Guard update. And okay. the fact that accuracy was still a problem for a lot of jobs. So you had those two things converging at the time where you could replace... So everyone was doing Sinister Rain. Ryzen Jima wasn't out yet, I believe. And that and the two Eshes were the big content. Uh, so people were spamming Sinister Rain, and suddenly Blue Mage gets Mighty Guard. Suddenly it's not dying as easily. Suddenly you've replaced the need for a bard. Suddenly it runs faster. Suddenly everyone's using nothing but Blue Mage. And Beastmaster gets the distance nerf. It gets marginalized the hell out of there. No one wants it. So Blue Mage went from being a job that no one really cared about. They were still taking Monk Sub Rune to delve and not taking Blue Mage at all, unless you were cool enough to say, hey, I'm going, and no events didn't really want you, to suddenly, oh, I have Mighty Guard, everyone takes me because I can CDC Mighty Guard. So you have accuracy bonus <laughs> traits on Blue, it's not needing as much support, it's able to actually hit the content where other jobs like Dark Knight or something are struggling before they nerfed Evasion twice in this game. 
at that after that point in time, and everyone's like, "Blue's OP. It can hit things. It's not dying." You know, da da da. And you know, nothing has changed. The job's still the same job. And now, compared to ever, the job in this game is even weaker than it used to be. Uh, so, yeah, there's some time gaps in there, but uh, pretty much. And uh, at the time, it was uh, film in. There was um, high tier battlefields and delve, and Esha was just like getting into the swing of things, but most people use like uh, mage setups for it because of the accuracy issues. But, you know, it was used for stuff that was like six man content where, you know, a lot of people bandwagoned it. So Ambuscade was starting to come out then too. So everyone's like, everyone just takes blue to Ambuscade and can't take another job. And they always could, but they just didn't want to. Like they could do anything. They could not take summoner to every Ryzen Jima clear. So they can, and they choose not to. Same thing with blue back then. They took the easiest thing they could do. And that was even before, like the, they were using summoners. Yeah, summoner came after. Was using black mages, but uh, you know, at the time, everyone kept saying you had a nerf blue mage, you had a nerf blue mage. But I was like, you have to buff other jobs instead of nerfing blue mage because that's not, you know, it's not going to change anything. People are not going to bring the other melee jobs when they could use a mage setup. But that was when they changed like the accuracy and they buffed bard. You know, Drillo, you, know, you made sense. I'm going to send you a death threat. <laughs> well. When I came back in 2017, it was still that way, though. Like, I remember, like, everyone was just crazy about making sure that we had, like, two blue mages to do the whole Mighty Guard rotation thing. And it seemed like every setup I did with the LS I had at the time, um, not the current one I have, uh, involved having these blue mages. And they did CDC, and they did only CDC, and, you know, it was just, like, the go-to It became, like, a huge bandwagon. I think also uh, Unity NMs were a thing then, too, so... People just didn't want to look at other strategies. And like I said, you could entrust with Geo because everyone at the time had one or two Geos in those setups. I think they even had two Geos because uh, at the time they didn't use Bard because it wasn't that good. Yeah, Bard, I was going to say before you said that, I was about to say Bard hadn't been buffed yet and Red Mage hadn't been buffed yet to the point it is where Distract is as powerful as it is. So, you know, there are are other options. But in my opinion, back then, they should have buffed other jobs, which is exactly what they did. You know, they buffed Bard and they lowered the accuracy requirements and stuff like that, which is what was needed. It, so my favorite thing before they nerfed accuracy twice, first they lowered evasion, then they lowered like mobs evasion skill and agility or whatever. So there was two separate things that were ultimately the same thing twice. Uh, was being able to do Neek with Dancer, because Dancer was the only other job at the time that could hit, and having Quick Step was huge back then at that point. Uh, Dancer, Idris Geo, and my Blue Mage, because Blue got the right combination of DD accuracy gear, as in the um, the Carmine plus one legs had dual wield and a lot of accuracy, stuff like that. Oh, the set bonus, yeah. Yes, and that with a Dancer, and they would skill chain pretty well together was able to do Neek back when no one was meleeing it whatsoever with Blue and Dancer and Bolster in like two and a half minutes and people would sit there forever nuking it. And you, it wouldn't really have worked out for like the, the Helms, which people were struggling with at any setup at that point in the game. But Blue was really, really cool at that point because it could actually melee. Like now we no laugh at that and Neek just explodes. But I could only imagine with like the tools you had access to trying to melee Neek with like old gear. And losing your buff. <laughs> Yeah, that that yeah, the void song like that sounds awful. Yep, but you could do it before it went off, and like you could melee. Like I, that was the coolest thing. I was still when I was re- leading our link shell, and blue was like the best thing ever in my opinion at that point because just because the game was not well balanced, and the jobs that could cut through that like dancer, you couldn't find a good dancer. You couldn't find a blue that was good at high end content. Just people who had it. 
and it was cool to actually melee stuff when no one was meleeing anything. Yeah, everyone was about the black mages back then. Like I said, like it, it, it seemed like blue kind of like held this up until even 2017. Like I was, like I was saying, and between now and 2017, I, I think the only problem is that blue was just literally not given anything else aside from like malignant gear. So when Omen came out, that was probably the height slash tapering yeah. off of everyone saying blue's OP and. It obviously looks like SE took that to heart because I'm sure the Japanese players were being as nonsensical as the American players in this case. You know, it's not unique to either side there. And I think they listened because ever since Omen, Blue has gotten shafted on most gear. Yeah, like they're on Shamash Road for sure. And then, of course, they get their they get the earring, which is awkward. Yeah. But, if you look um, at a lot of jobs, they have pretty much came up because of a lot of uh, gear adjustments, like especially Red Mage. They've gotten like so many different uh gear additions that have completely changed the job pretty much yeah that's what in fact in my opinion in fact if you look historically at final fantasy games in general like where where red mage is now and where blue mage is now is kind of like reversed in how you'd expect them to play um whereas you could do more physical damage generally with a, with a blue mage and like the red mage was like your your healer nuker that sort of thing and like now the the dps tools they've given to red mage is absolutely ridiculous um they could really dial that back and and honestly that's like stuff that they should have given blue mage instead so uh shout out to the original blue guide on auction house Prothoscar. he recently sent me a thing here that he uh came back to the game and he said so i'm basically not going to be able to catch up with Ed without dumping a lot more time than i want to into the game and i said don't worry blue hasn't gotten anything in the years you've been gone you're you're already updated it's cool yeah, I said besides R15 and Zantsuken, uh, you've gotten basically nothing besides nuking gear, and that's it. Yeah, and like if you look at something like Red Mage, where they've gotten like tons of uh, duration gear for buffs, potency increases to the point where like the, the mob yeah. can barely move. They're getting the new duration piece in uh, oh, Odyssey next update. Yeah, I like rolled my eyes when I saw that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, I'm excited for it, but like the the, pro- the problem with Red Mage is they've increase things in like a way that almost feels irresponsible yes um like th- there's like a perfect storm of temper to malignance gear and crochet mores that makes people think that it's always a dd at all times and guys it's not please stop doing that um and like in the same token sure blue mage got malignance gear sure blue mage has an su5 but like if you if you stack them side by side um like Red Mage got potency increases, like you guys are saying, and, and Blue Mage hasn't. Like they're still stuck at like twelve point five percent, like percentile debuffs, and that's the debuffs are just uh, not even worth using in most cases. Besides the defense, yeah. Well, most of the time, someone else is going to override your effect. I mean, it's it's always cool when it's there. Like you can count on it being there when you need it, but it's hard to justify getting on in the job um, because of those debuffs because you could just get on a job that provides more like beastmaster for example like you could you could literally just throw the pet out there again and it's just like you're you know back in your delve days you're going to see the beastmaster provide a better defense down and and i think that's absurd like they should they should at least have equal potency debuffs like there shouldn't be a difference between my ability to use a sweeping gouge and your ability to use sweeping gouge so part of what we said earlier about how the spells need to be updated uh blue has a great arsenal of unique abilities that no other yes. job has that it could really if they were updated would be amazing for example warm-up used to be like what 60 seconds and it's kind of sucked when it was released although it wasn't the worst thing to get 10 accuracy at level 75 but it has not been buffed in 75 and it is they increased the duration to three minutes 
but it is literally to this day plus 10 accuracy plus 10 evasion for three minutes my uh one of my biggest suggestions for buffing a job would be equipment that would boost spells like that because then you could go back and use there's so many spells that are similar to that that you could use that would uh completely change how you play blue mage yeah and they have act they actively have templates of how those spells work and then that's exactly what i'm saying with like with like sweeping gouge like you guys should have 25 percent defense down there's no excuse for it to be 12 5 uh no it's sweeping gouge is 16 percent or 16 sure and then it, it's the, still... the great one is tenorable crush is 20 percent gotcha so it's equivalent to having a samurai there or a warrior or something or a dark knight but why would you want to take a blue mage when a sam can be done with it and then do greater dps so it's back to the old issue of why would you want to so this is a topic one of the to- we haven't i don't have many talking points here but was the why bother playing blue mage you know if this is the case why bother playing it Drela, why would we play blue mage well, today there's a, a lot less reason to. That's why I've been going around trying to get an update. But uh, I don't know. I guess now you would play it if you enjoy the job, but it's not optimal in any kind of setting pretty much now. Everything is uh, is six-man, and they they keep going forward with six-man content. And, you know, there's a lot of other jobs that are more optimal. There's Monk now that they've boosted, like, to ridiculous levels that have uh, subtle blow builds and the mob barely uh, with weapon skill. And now they have Red Mage that could do everything that Blue Mage pretty much could do, but better. Like, they even have the defense down with DF3. And, you know, like I was saying earlier in our talk that uh, Red Mage and Blue were kind of like rivals, where Blue could do, like, everything Red Mage could, but they they were kind of equal. But now it's like, with all the gear upgrades that Red Mage got, it's so ridiculous. Like, there's almost no reason to bring a Blue Mage anymore. Unless if you want like AOE damage, but other than that, like Red Mage could do almost everything better. Like even DD now that they have uh, specific magic damage builds, you, they, Red Mage does more damage with uh, Daybreak and all that. Okay, so yeah, even damage types. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but physically, as terms of doing physical damage, while it, Red Mage can pump out Nagling or whatever, it doesn't offhand the TP bonus as well as Blue Mage does for sure. Its gear isn't as great as Blue's for deeding. That's you say that, but the buff to Composure and the fact that it has its own access to Distract 3 um, kind of says otherwise. And then you well, also don't have to wear multi-attack gear on the job because you cast Temper and you get like 25% triple attack from that. Okay. I mean, it's, I was going to say, I wasn't gross. taking Distract it's into egregious. account. I was taking the natural thing, but yeah, I guess you're right. It's super egregious. Awesome. You, you wouldn't take it into account, but you have to look at the overall picture and they uh, their debuffs would, you know, well, yeah. everyone. If you were taking debuffs alone, yes, there's no contest. There's never yeah. been a real contest, even when Red Mage was not special. It, and, it silenced better. It did, you know, Dia was still really great, even though people were trying to get around with just, you know, frailty and stuff. Uh, and it was always better at paralyzing, even though Blue Mage does get nice paralyzed spells, but... Nothing like Red, Red Mage. Mage should be able to do that, though. The problem is, is that Blue Mage should be more akin to the the kinds of debuffs that Beastmaster can provide a group, the ones that complement Red Mage ones, and they should definitely be increased on the DPN. Like, there's no reason why Red Mage should just effortlessly get access to all of these crazy tools, and Blue Mage has to scrape by with like level 75 era, you know, traits and things that that they stack on there. And yeah. like, even people say that like the fact that they can stack traits so high, it's like, oh, well, this is so powerful you got to remember that this job is catching up to the rest of the stuff because it hasn't been updated. Like the job is awesome. I, I, well, the reason I play blue mage, I get on blue mage is I, I actually play blue mage as a healer because it's really engaging to do so. Like, obviously I do DD stuff, but it, it's, 
like you get a lot of really cool utility spells that may not necessarily be the best. But in this day and age, like Drelo mentioned, you know, stuff being optimal. People need to stop pretending like optimal is all you need. Like you, you, you definitely don't have to be optimal to clear anything now. Yeah, but people never want inclusiveness for the sake of inclusiveness. So one of my little talking points here is DPS is good. Healing in a race is good. Most yeah. buffs and debuffs niche so good. <laughs> so that's that's yeah. that's Swedish and and me writing stupid shit. But it used to, I put here as a sub bullet. It used to stomp the floor with Red Mage, and now Red Mage can stomp blue. And in Drelo's Kirin example, where Drelo tell us how Red Mage solos Kirin. Yeah, well, it's not even Kirin. It's just like they could solo word of courage i think that's even more impressive but you can see like the differences between the jobs and the fact that this job is literally soloing everything in the game you know yeah, that, yeah that, it sounds like a so problem so many buffs it's like you can't anyone just see how like overpowered it is it sounds like a problem they had back in the day like that was the whole problem they had with red mage in 75 times yeah but soloing water of courage by meleeing it was never something red mage did in the 75 hours. It ran away true. with dot for six hours and someone came to trade it cards on corsair fox yeah i i get you uh see and, and like i guess the point where we're like we're not trying to say that like red mage is better than blue or, or whatever it's just by comparison though you look better at the front line, you well you look at a frontline melee mage and like you'd expect them all to be able to function well in their own capacity and like blue mage does fine like my experiences with blue mages in parties has actually been positive like every single time unless the person was just actual bad and that's an issue with the player not the job um i actually find more blue mages are better than more red mages nowadays like a player by player basis and i think it's because usually blue mage seems to be a passion project for people so people actually care about the job they're on yeah which is why I do well with it, but that's only because I could do well with, I don't know, white mage melee. Well, no, you can't do all the white mage melee, but if you want to, the, the gear is not there. But yes, passion projects do do that. Do do. But job. yeah, I, I couldn't let it pass. Pass. Okay, but being serious, no one talks about how broken Red Mage is because no other job in this game can solo both Koryu, Kirin, and Water of Courage if they put enough into their passion project, which is obviously not going to be that hard to go and HQ your Red Mage stuff, grab a Corsium. I mean, people can do that yeah. in a week if they really wanted to. It's not that bad. It's so, one of the uh, points that like a lot of people who uh, say Red Mage is fine, they're like, oh, they, they only could do that if they have the best gear in the game. And like for me, my view on jobs, if they're overpowered or not, is you, you look at them at their highest level, you know, because someone could reach that level. Yes. So if you have to adjust the job, it should be on the highest level, not what regular people could accomplish. So I, I'm actually a, a pretty HQ red mage, um, and it, there's more to it than just like dealing damage, obviously. And I think a lot of the people who think that red mage is fine are people who have just you know gone on like community guide and just like copied those sets and think that those sets are the best sets you can use. Um, when you can actually get like really high potency debuffs that I don't see many people talking about. Like uh, for example, my my distract three is like almost negative 300 evasion. It's like negative 274 or something stupid, and like there's like for people not to see that that is basically unbalanced is is unreal like they're, they're like geos aren't even touching that i yeah. mean if if we gauged everything based off of ronstadt played red mage then we would never think anything's broken yeah more people on the forums like oh the regular person can't do that so it's okay no it's not okay because you know we're looking at stuff from the highest level because that's the maximum no other job in this game could put out the required amount of support and damage simultaneously to do basically everything. 
I mean, that means if you can do Water of Courage on Red Mage, that means you can most likely... It's The, the limiting factor there is going to be the mob kills you. So Tellies will get you with Charm or Death or something. Well, yeah. t- only does Death to Puppets, but it'll get you with one of those things. I mean, something like that. You can't handle all the ads fast enough as a solo as a remage. That's going to be the only limiting factor, and it shouldn't be the fact that you're taking on party-slash-alliance content and can't handle a couple mechanics that a group can easily. It should be, hey, this job, as long as there's nothing impeding it mechanically, can take on anything in the game, and no other job can even get close to doing that. It's a little ridiculous. But I still feel like Blue has a pretty good advantage when it comes to being able to solo things, though. Because I does. mean, you get a really nice toolbox of defensive abilities, and like, just I mean, just look at Occultation alone. Like, it, sure, it's Blink, and Blink has its own disadvantages. But like, look how many shadows that actually represents. And if you have Tizona to power these spells, like, I think that's really the, the tipping point on the job is is and why people should really focus Tizona, not necessarily the whole DPS thing that you've gone into recently, Spicy. Um, we'll get there. Just the fact that, yeah, the the Tizona like basically is like this crazy battery for the job and enables some pretty broken things. Yeah, I so, mean to be so. fair, you know, Blue Mage could solo certain uh, VD ambuscades, and uh, Scholar actually sold War of Courage as well. But I was just looking at the overall picture; like Red Mage has sold a lot of that stuff and can do a lot of uh, potential things like that. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, we need to keep this sort of thing in perspective too, because I mean we. we we look at Blue Mage, we see a DD job, but then we we have this like player base, this portion of the player base. It's like, well, we'll just bring a Red Mage, and there's like no real reason. And see, they to. don't because the thing that made Blue easy to bandwagon is it is so easy to just get up and get running. So if it gets me off of yeah. the Red Mage's OP tangent, I didn't expect to be on because I didn't know Red Mage could solo Water of Courage. I knew the Karen thing. I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know the Water of Courage. Yeah, Water of Courage is a higher watermark there that you know. Anyway, so I, the, um, the Omen, the Mega Boss, they sold that too. <laughs> so, yep, it's pretty crazy. What's his name? The Mega Boss and Omen. Oh, you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, so they did damage fast enough to beat that last ten yes. percent? So, so you want to skill chain him at the end, and Red Mage does a a really nice uh, multi stuff like. Shows you how insane it is. They could sold pretty much everything. So why would we play Blue Mage? There's no reason to just play Red Mage. Anyway, so what's <laughs> great about Blue Mage has always been its ability to play by itself versus other jobs in this game. Yes. So I, I always generally recommend Blue Mage as a good job for a character going through by themselves. Some people just want to do the storyline, whatever, because it has a high floor and a low ceiling, I always say. So you can get enough haste on your own with your trust to be doing, you know, well. You can cure really well. There's some missions where you need to have the ability to do some range something, or you need to be able to do AOE, like the uh, that one RCL fight where the umbrals and stuff are coming out, and the the NPCs are getting killed. You got to do the AOE damage because they don't take great physical, and you got to protect the NPCs. So it's really good for doing just playing around and going through anything. It, it makes you rather independent without a great level of dedication because. Uh, the spells and everything you get, your traits give you a lot of it. And the gear just, you know, Blue Mage doesn't get ridiculous gear like other jobs do, honestly, when it comes to being the job. Like, you don't have the special, you know, Chain Affinity isn't a big thing. So if you don't have Chain Affinity gear, it doesn't impact your ability to do the job. And all the other things it gets that other jobs, you really need to have this piece of gear to enhance uh, composure or to enhance this ability. You know, it, it doesn't really have that. So it, it's not hindered by that. And it's pretty good to run around and do that. And it, it, you know, in other jobs, 
you need to have more job points or whatever. A hundred's good enough for blue. Other jobs need more job points and gear and things to buff up to be a better contribution. Blue Mage does pretty well at holding its own. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> in, in early stages of the game, that's much more new player friendly than any other job really that comes to mind for me. I recommend a lot of people start with Blue Mage too if they're in, if they're interested in the job because like some people avoid it just because of the whole spell learning thing. It's not that bad, especially because I never got the AF clubs and I didn't have a terrible time for almost any. Spell. I don't have them either. I, I have almost all the spells and I did without the gloves. Like I, you, you don't actually need them. Guys. Do you have a spell horror story, Drela? Mm, not that I can think of. No, <laughs> I actually had a lot of fun getting the Blue Mage spells. They are pretty fun because they came out. I was excited to get them. Change of pace is always nice, and you wouldn't have any other reason to go like get a spell from a gnat in Wings of the Goddess or walk those areas, which is just kind of fun to do sometimes without doing that. So that's cool. Yeah, cool. I really enjoyed getting spells like when I was when I was leveling at like seventy five era because like the the spell level you were learning at actually felt current. Like when I came back and did it, like being item level now and you know being one nineteen and all that. Um, the part that I didn't like was having to sub red mage and then either fisticuffs it or uh, use spam Dia until it used a move because he had to feed it. That's so annoying. Yeah, and that that part is annoying. But like when you fight like the higher level stuff that, that still exists. Yeah, exactly. When you when you fight the higher level stuff that that still exists though, like you you still can get a somewhat genuine experience of how spell hunting used to be. Um, but you don't want to neglect those spells that that you still need to go back to the ones that are in the guides. Yeah, I won't rehash the blue guide, but it does have, in the out of the blue guide, I have all the spells in there that I think you should go bother learning, and which ones you shouldn't bother worth learning, so that, you know, that's a big question a lot of new blues always have, and that's easily answered there. Yeah, it's a, a shame that people can't experience, like, what it was like to get the spells when they first came out. Some like, sucked. New players, they, uh, it's the same thing with the storyline, they just one-shot everything now, so they don't get to experience any of it, so... My, you got that that spell too. Like there was that there was that moment where like oh cool I achieved something. You know, yeah, you got that like like frenetic rib. Mind blast. Was that was my horror mind story. Mind blast. Yeah. Mind blast was a spell that was kind of like maybe if you had like really good nuking gear on blue and we're in a group where like maybe a certain part of Limbus or something where nuking was reasonable, it was like it did okay and you wanted to have it and a paralyze is kind of cool. But in order to get it, Soul Flares at 75 were yeah. not something you could solo. So, they were avoided. Yes. So I struggled to get a group to do that, especially even Link Shell members. And it was like, you know, to get them out there and like it takes like an hour to get everyone. Then you have to run all the way to Head of a Mire or whatever, which is through, um, you know, it's where you pop uh, Tiger for ZNMs and where uh, Chimera pops. And just you're out there and then you die. And I didn't learn it for like, two hours that was the only spell i had trouble really with learning and it was just a nightmare of those things combined i did not like getting the um the one from the umbrals was it paralyzing triad oh that one was pretty easy it's a great spell for whatever reason for me um i that's this is the situation where i run into that horror story where i spent like four hours trying to learn it because it just it refused to learn like so like that's that's the experience people are afraid of but it's not really a common experience we didn't have gloves though if you get the gloves at that that four hours never happens. i guess and they're yeah. af they're easy oh yeah so i like a job blue mage is unique in the fact that yeah it's not the greatest dd in the game it's not the greatest anything frankly but it has a good defense it's hardy on the front line barrier tusks great cocoons nice mighty guard is really good because you're giving your group magic defense bonus as well regen whatever haste great um but you also get a race you get 
a good heal. Blue Mage, Blue Mage's White Wind is the greatest healing from a frontline DD, especially yes. with Tizona, which you would. It's so good. Oh yeah, it, it, it's great. You're gonna have hate too, but it's it's no other job really could. If, it, if you need another job to heal and you need AOE heals and the blue is yeah, malignance is a thing now, so you're not gonna die in the front line. So Tizona malignance blue is a great job to heal. And with the new Odyssey stuff limiting sub-jobs, that might actually be a big thing where Blue gets to actually exercise some talents. So you get healing, you get erasing, you're kind of self-sufficient, you can cap your own delay, you, you know, change your dual wield around, you got good accuracy, you got ability to AoE, sleep, crowd control, stone skin people. It's cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, one of the most fun events that I have now is uh, Ambuscade. And just, um, I used to play with a friend that he quit, but... Uh, we used to like four man like every VD ambuscade every month and like sell slots and stuff like that. But uh, just using Blue Mage, you can cover a lot of things that other jobs would normally do. Like we usually wouldn't bring a healer because I would heal my blue with White Wind and Stun would you know lock down the mob a lot of the time. So and now that people are going to have a reason to farm Odyssey just to get the points to go into the new one to get the new gear and stuff, they're going to keep doing. Uh, blue is great for the fact you have some defense down, sleeping. You can move around there and still kill things. It's really good for an event like that. If you're someone like me that doesn't have people to play with. So having that with maybe one or two other people is, it makes a really good super low man setup. I think you're onto something too with the utility. Like if it, if it ends up being sub jobless and everything, um, just the fact that blue mage doesn't even have to change jobs or anything. Like you just set your different spells that you may need. Um, make sure you're, you're hitting whatever act you, ha- you need, you know, that sort of thing. Like you, you can adjust everything on the job manually. And, and honestly, that's the part of the job that I enjoy the most is like the near infinite customization, uh, customization of playing it. Like you, like I don't have to just sit there and be a DD. And like if if I'm playing this job, I want to do something different. And that's why I said that you know I'm a healer uh, when I when I play the job because it's 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 interesting to try to do it that way. And there's a lot of really powerful stuff that you can you can do that sometimes gets overlooked. Going off of Ambuscade, when Drela was talking about being a main heal and everything, I enjoy that I can save people, but I also really enjoy applying my knowledge and my min-maxing of the job and my knowledge of the monsters in the game and, and the setup and stuff. I really enjoy winning the parse in those pickup groups when I shouldn't <laughs> win the parse because I look at the accuracy, I'll change one tier of something and drop something, and I'll have now enough accuracy where I'm capping other people aren't, and because of that extra 5% accuracy that I have over everyone else, I'm now able to win the parse. Oh, it's great. Yeah, dude. Uh, in fact, for Q-Trubs, uh, I think two out of the three runs that we did, you beat my ninja. Yeah, and then only the last run, I was cooking dinner, so as soon as, like, I wasn't even there to buff up by the time this fight started for that last one I lost. Yeah. So I ran back, I, like, threw the knife down, the jalapenos or whatever, I ran back down, and I, that was, I still came rather close, but it was great because it was, it was actually... It was actually an event where physical magic mattered. I could throw out a sinker drill and do 62k damage and go back and weapon skill immediately because I'm not going to... I want to maximize my delay of one second there yeah. pretty pretty much. But it was cool that I could win because I was using all mace and an event that that was best suited to using physical spells, and it was it was cool. Yeah, for sure. I didn't really know what to expect. Like I knew everyone was going to be dishing out cap damage, so I was kind of like trying to see where things would lie and to, to, to better explain like how this went down. Um, there were three real DDs there. Like There were two other people who were trying to be DDs and should have been doing other things. Um, but it was uh, Neon Ninja and uh, Spicy was on blue. And then we had another guy who was samurai. on Samurai. And I expected the the Massa Sam to actually win because of 
just what they do and the fact that he's a you know mass immune hits really hard with their aftermath also yes uh but yeah no spicy like took home the show in fact usually that sam came in last the sam was coming in second but they were like five six percent behind yeah at least on mine the last one you you ran away with i kind of ran in and i'm kind of like wait i'm not ready well i mean if we're gonna nitpick it there was also like a lot of really awkwardness in like the first couple. Runs well, no, too. I wasn't. I wasn't making an excuse that I I lost. That's it was just more of the fact that um you know the samurai beat me too, and it was it was. I guess I was making an excuse, but I was thinking something else at the time. It anyway, was, I, I expected I expected them to do more though. Is kind of what I'm saying. Oh um, yeah, but you know why I like didn't. people shout for Sam, and they're like, oh, the Sam is going to win because they do massive things. I didn't expect them to win. You know why? Was that because they're in carrots? Oh, Link, they're in carrots link shell. Oh, it's a low blow, but probably accurate. Oh yes, it's very accurate. I, I that that link show is a big problem with people who have all the gear and don't know how to use it, and I they really fucking suck. Yeah. That's why my dragoon won the fucking parse, and it shouldn't have because they suck. <laughs> That's also why I'm not allowed back because they don't like me saying they suck. Uh, a lot of people care about the parse, though. Um, I like to look at it when there's surprising results like that. Like, sure, yes. I mean the player could have been in question, but you still like expect a certain amount of you know, ability out of someone who has a mass immune. For, for all my talking about the parse, it's only because I know mm. certain things shouldn't be happening that are happening, or, or yeah. I believe, or it doesn't make much sense that they're happening. It's only due to all the human error in the game, and it's a more human error that should exist. Yeah. So where were we with Drelo? <laughs> yeah. You know, Car- when we're on the carrot subject, since she gets a shout out now, you know, she uh, goes, you know, what are you going to do if... Drelo's not there. I go, we're going to wait for him because it's been three times. Well, what are you going to do if he sounds like absolutely horrible? I go, well, we'll, we'll probably won't sound horrible. We'll probably just do it. I go, are you going to ask him about his collection of figures that he posts? I'm like, what do you know? What is all the, like, I don't know anything. And she's like, she like, she like knows all about you from auction house. She's never asked about a guest like that before. She's never cared. And she's like, oh, you're going to ask him about, you know, being banned. And I'm like, maybe it'll probably come up. <laughs> Yeah, you're no stranger to this. Uh, mysteries about me. Yeah, I have a, a figure hobby, and I usually post it on the auction house site. <laughs> yeah, she watches that and talks about people. I'm like, I don't know about... She's like, did you see what... I'm like, no, I didn't see. <laughs> like, uh, like, I have time for that. I'm busy updating the blue guide once every, like, seven months for the whole day. So I guess this is the point where I guess we have to talk about what weapons are good. I mean, I, I don't want to just say read the guide because... You know, it's kind of stupid. So this is going to be more Fox territory. Or uh, there's one other thing before that. Well, you're going to talk about Nagling because that's your baby. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So is that my thing now? It's just Nagling? So, I mean, I do Savage Lit and everything. Too, so a big thing with Blue is Tenerable. Well, another thing before I even do that. Can Essie, if they're going to fix anything, when your debuff lands, can you please say something? Because I'm tired of waiting three minutes to see if my yes. defense down was never on. Yeah, that's so annoying. Yeah, you never know if the buffs run for blue. It's one of the worst things about the job. Forget uh, ten and, oh. of ten accuracy on uh, warm up. I, I want to see my stuff landing or not. If you don't know that the that the debuff is on, then maybe maybe we didn't need that particular debuff to begin with. Well, I think twenty percent defense down is a pretty good debuff to have on. But exactly, but but if if it's something that is making a difference, you should be able to see that difference being made, like even slightly. Like the numbers should shift. I wouldn't know plagues on. That's true. Plague is a huge one. I wouldn't like, know it, attack yeah, downs on. Off, blue gets great. I, I think blue gets the best attack down in the game besides Geo or like the weapon skill. It gets like twenty percent with um, 
with scouring spate, and I think 25% with, uh, even though it's two minutes less in duration, with the Velk move, the Saurian slide. Slide, yeah. Do you, do you want me to break your heart on that, or? Uh, well, you're going to tell me something besides a weapon skill and something besides Geo? Oh, oh yeah, Beastmaster, thanks with the slug. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Yep. I'm not a Beastmaster well. yet. But all those are aligned to elements. Uh, so Tenable Crush is dark, but every defense down debuff in this game is win-based. So you see a lot with people thinking that the mobs are just in the dark. You can't land defense down from Tenerable. You better bring, like, you know, uh, a samurai using Agaha. And that's not the case. Uh, on that topic, though, one thing that a lot of people don't notice or don't realize even is that if a monster actually absorbs the element or the attack, the additional effect doesn't land either. Are you sure so about that? You really? Yes, I'm very sure about that. Because they, they need to watch out for it. Because generally, if a mob absorbs an element, it is less in resistance to that element. Y yes, but it uh, when, when they actually recover HP instead, it, it doesn't go on. I've seen it with uh, the Caterai specifically um, with Dia, where people have thought Dia was on and it was not on. Huh. Um, you can you can tell when it does sphere and when it starts to spam sphere. That could just and you be see that it doesn't remove any. That's a, that's a TP about. Um... Oh, you're talking about when Sphere's on and nothing's like it's not taking any damage. Well, what what what, I, what I'm saying is is when it uses Stygian Sphere and yes. it recovers HP and wipes debuffs that are on it, uh, you can tell that Dia is not on it. But we just saw them cast Dia into like let's say Jin's Shield, for example. Yeah, or, but that that's a mechanic like that. of the Mob Shield. I thought you were talking about mobs that absorb a certain damage, like uh, let's say the Worm Only Four or whatever, um, absorbing it because it's in the Fire Mode. And he did a magic damage. I would imagine Dia's on if you heal uh, Oni with Dia. I I've seen Dia get absorbed there too, but I I couldn't. I like usually I tank that fight, so I'm like on YouTube or something. Oh, that's all we need to see if the mob has like a debuff on it. I wish they would show yeah, it like yeah. next to the name. Like, that would that would fix everything. Yeah. Wouldn't change any messages in the game because yes. they let you see the buffs. They should be able to see the debuffs or something. Yeah, maybe. So I, I, I've, I've had a lot of red mages, red mages specifically in situations where like light damage is absorbed where they're like well i never saw dia wear off and that's because like the effect like never landed i know so, for magic I don't know, maybe, shield, I should, maybe i should read that for magic shield and an araman uh you want if it absorbs it or resists it the damage of dia the, the defense down does not go on so i know that's the case for araman's magic shield but and for um hydra but that's because it resists the entire spell not because it absorbed it right but at any rate, yeah, so that's the thing. If you're using, uh, you know, attack down on a mob, uh, it's a water affinity. So you're not going to land attack down on something that's very water resistant, whether it's a weapon skill or, or anything else with Blue Mage. So keep that in mind. You know, we didn't talk about Blue yes. having the ability to tank, even though it shouldn't tank because it's not a tank. It's still more of a tank than Pup, though. <laughs> yes, we have, to, we have to be staunch defenders of what the tank role is. And, and I actually agree with that, even though I was kind of, in a shit right there about it but it is it is actually true like the like actual tanking and the ability to quote unquote tank something are like very different things and like some jobs just aren't equipped with what's needed to do it even though it can actually pass in certain situations as as that role in our discord i think we said the pup holds the mob the pup does not tank the mob correct and what's what's weird is is that my, that mileage is actually going to vary based on the group itself. Like, so if you have real players who do like real man damage, you know, and like they're, they're like coming out the gate and just like Hulk smashing things, like that that puppet is not going to hold hate. And I, and I mean, it's arguable that tanks will lose hate as well, like like actual tanks. But you'll see that they have better ways of mitigating that enemy loss. 
And when it comes to something like uh, like Pup, for example, like there's just no way that that puppet is going to hold hate off of real beings. Um, so like a lot of starter groups will like use pups to tank stuff like Omen because they don't have uh, they either have disposable entity from summoners or they have like DDs that are in Omen to get their initial gear. You know, it's new people doing new stuff, which is understandable. Um, but uh, when it, when it comes to that, you end up graduating out of using pups because they can no longer hold hate off the DDs who have maybe grown up on the DD spectrum, but not their DT spectrum. So oh, they're on the spectrum. All right. Yeah. They're mainly for pet setups now. Yeah. Yeah. And they're excellent in pet setups too. So we had talked as well on ways to fix blue mage, which I guess should be its own topic, but uh, you had said lowering diffusions timer would be great. And I agree because blue doesn't have many buffs that can provide, but uh, nature's meditation would be great to provide to groups and would not be OP at all. Uh, Aquitation would be situation nice. Uh, Selene coat absolutely great if you could use diffusion every like one minute or something would be great to provide. Yes, because Mighty Guard is still behind learning, so you can't just throw it out constantly, and it costs a lot of MP. You can only keep up with Dizona. There's no other way. Red Mage maybe refresh the ring you or something, but um, maybe Magic Hammer. But that's a lot. You're not going to fight stuff you can always use it on. So. I mean, you're still limited a lot by MP on blue for certain things. It'd be nice to have diffusion to throw that out. But if you did have diffusion every one minute, the problem would be it would break the job and it would be able to hold hate really well and <laughs> not tank as well as a rune or paladin, which would be ridiculous. You would never want a job that holds hate and can't do anything with it. Are I mean, we talking about like diffusion, diffusion or something like Manthod, or? What am I talking about AoEing for hate, Drela? Aviation, right? Yes, Azuviation. It's 640 CE and VE for every person it lands Ooh. on. So if you have a party of people, it's like an invincible. Yeah, yeah that's pretty gross. And it's a race. And it's a cure. Yeah, but it's I don't, like think, it's a I don't think it'd be well, an overpower thing. If anything, you know, the, open up a new tank. What you want to look at when it comes to like tank abilities and the, the amount of enmity they actually generate is that uh, a lot of times you'll see the VE value be very high, but the CE value is still on the lower end, and that's kind of what balances it. Um, for for that move to have 640 CE and VE, like the 640 CE throwing out that much enmity is pretty ridiculous. Because even stuff like Invincible does not have that much CE attached to it. It's a great, great enmity That'd spell be because of the 640. The problem is its recast yeah. is like a base of 60 seconds. So you can get it down to like 18 or lower, maybe 12 or something, like 12. But uh, it's like two foils at once. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Another good nice one too. One fusion other spells too like you know haste or magic barrier if there's no white mage stuff like that yeah i mean maybe one minute's kind of egregious but uh you know two minutes is reasonable chain affinity's two minutes if anything i think chain affinity and burst well, affinity should be half their recast time if we look at the length of fights and the kinds of debuff or the kinds of buffs even that uh jobs can throw out now i don't actually think that a minute is is uncalled for on a job like blue mage because <laughs> What's that? Yeah, the, I don't think it'd be a big problem to have, you know, to lower the timer on that. But Cocoon, <sighs> which is off in 90 seconds. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and you mentioned this before. So so what's... I've never actually cast Hardened Shell. Um, what's the difference between Cocoon and Hardened Shell? 50%. Oh, okay. So there's a 50% difference. Yeah, it's, I've used that before when I uh, got like a job reset. Cocoon is 50% extra defense, I believe, but uh, Hardened Shell is 100%. Oh, okay. I mean, said like if you get like a a random deal and you get it back after you've done like mighty guard, I'll usually cast like a hard show fusion. That's pretty legit. I would probably throw out a torbillion or a ambuscade. You wouldn't want an AOE probably. No, you would because they have AOE hate. It'd be one one event where you'd want to torbillion. 
Torbillion nowadays is not a spell that should even be locked behind that ability. I agree. The whole thing is like most of the it's all from like the old days. Yep. See, Torbillion's cool, but it's also only you know a ninety to two minute duration. But Torbillion's nice because it's uh, I know it's a third defense, so thirty three percent defense down. But is it? Let me look it up. Uh, it's just defense down. Okay, I'm thinking of Bilge Storm. Bilge Storm was the cool one. The uh, well, what would Bilge Storm do specifically? I have the spell again. It's on the list of things I've just never cast. I used to use Bilge Storm a lot at the 99 nine level cap against like UNMs, or uh, not UNMs. Um, they didn't exist then. Um, Void Watch. Like if you'd fight the Beetle for a farming group or something, I used to use that a lot because you know it gave attack down as well as defense down. It's 25. percent the problem is also it's thirty to sixty seconds it says here, so you only get you only, yeah. you only get about a minute for each one at most, which sucks. But it's twenty five percent attack and defense down, accuracy down has never been established, but probably also to twenty five percent. Yeah, the problem they don't even last that long most of them. But now with the slug, it you know you would never want to use this because the slug exists. It didn't exist back then. Yeah, and I mean, just be, be, and this is the issue too. Is is sure it may be three charges to actually use corrosive, or actually I think it's two. It, it's either two or three, but it, it doesn't take much to use corrosive ooze. Corrosive ooze is an AOE. It's not even conal. It just hits everything around you, and it's it's massive. This is AOE as well, and and it doesn't get resisted. It has landed on everything I've attempted to land it on always. This can be and, resisted. Yeah, Torbillion can. Torbillion can can even miss. Like I, I I've never even seen Corrosive Ooze miss. Yeah. Well, I can't. Torbillion is physical; it can miss. That's right. Yeah. It, it, exactly. So I mean, it has enough balancing factors in it to where you know a fully geared Blue Mage is going to be able to, to land it with like the best rates and everything. But there's no reason to hide it behind that that job ability timer anymore. Give yeah. us another job that can provide 33, 33 defense down. Old idea that they never really expanded on. I'm so salty they never gave us like Spike Flail and Aqua Breath. Oh, you yeah. always wanted that. Wasn't Especially Spike Flail? I could have swore that, that Spike Flail particularly was one of the abilities that like they teased but then didn't release or something, or am I misremembering that? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a yeah, terrible I, question. I think it was just one of the things that the community always wanted when they announced that we're going to get like uh, higher-end mob spells. That was when physical spells were cool. You know, a cool way I but, think they could fix Blue Mage too without having to change... I mean, you still got to fix those spells. But if they lowered the recast of Chain Affinity and uh, Eflux, but they also didn't make Chain Affinity take away TP, so a blue could make its own skill chains with itself, with its physical... Because you get a lot of good skill chain properties. None of them are really ridiculous. They're Almost all of them, except the Unbridled Learning ones, are only like uh, level 2 skill chains. You can't even like really... You got fusion and, and gravitation and stuff, but you don't really have like lighter darkness to make extra skill chains so it'd be nice to be able to do it with yourself more without losing like you know a penalty of tp but spicy that sounds like something an su5 sword would do if it were built correctly <laughs> yes the su5 path c on there is is dumb yeah it sounds yeah, that, that sounds like exactly what it should have been yes but i, I just think taking away the, the tp cost on chain affinity be nice well even if the su5 did that right um they they have the ability to put that into the game uh, like they already have templates for it, I should say. So it wouldn't be too difficult to slap that onto a weapon because uh, the Dancer Dagger already has it, and I believe um, uh, Terpsichore has that too. Like it, it affects the TP you actually spend when performing like uh, uh, steps or whatever. It's been so many years since Essie's adjusted Blue Mage in any capacity or mentioned the job really at all. So I mean, yeah. it's been like five years. I mean, I really would be nice if they did something. Yeah, so you need to you so- need to get an account that isn't banned. 
and you have to get on their official forums and just post everything. My official forum account isn't banned, but the official forums are the worst boards in this face of the face of the planet so i mean it's bad so i had to use like a mules to make like uh, a post about blue mage but it didn't get much traction <laughs> nobody important. posts on there anymore because they're all banned i guess i i won't post on there there's like one guy on there who's been posting since they first came out with those forums and he's got like ten thousand posts i'm like really surprised he hasn't been banned yet because he's like so he like he's like against like everyone and their opinions and stuff sounds like the internet yeah, but I don't even think they read the English side of the forums, mostly the Japanese ones. I thought on the official forums, like they they only really wanted to ban you, and like you were saying bad things about SE. <laughs> no, they'll ban you for like anything. Like I I've had a, a few accounts banned from there just for like dumb stuff, it's regular oh. forum talk. Like oh wow, you're delusional or something like that. They'll ban you for that. <laughs> you got <laughs> banned for being delusional. Yeah, like any kind of regular forum verbiage that you'd use. A any insult yeah. whatsoever that you get banned for in fourteen. So saying someone smells will get you banned on the official forums. Right, pretty much. Wow. If you say someone is a stinky pinky, they will ban you. <laughs> uh, we can't confirm that's bad. In fact, some people would think that's a good thing. Some people would be happy to have a stinky pinky. Exactly. <laughs> Another thing, oh, they ban you for that too. Yes, yes. So blue is cool in the fact that. Next to Rune Fencer, there's a lot of things that Blue has that you know people said made it OP that don't make it OP and still don't. Blue Mage gets you know the highest amount of defense you can stack on if you use Hardened Shell and gear. You know next to a Paladin, you know that, that's really cool and all, but it's not practical. Blue Mage gets really high magic defense bonus as well, but that's not really practical because you have to sacrifice your ability to do other stuff just to get it. And it's it's nice to have, but it's not it's not not great. Yeah, the, I was reading on the forums the other day, someone had mentioned something like the uh, Odyssey that you could uh, AoE Doom a bunch of mobs to get points or something like that. Yeah, that so, yeah, works that's... in Shoal A, but it's still not... It's like, eh. not something cool that I guess Blue Mage could do. Yeah, it is something cool it can do. So you just Doom them and sleep them and stand there? No, you you can't. I think you can sleep them, but you can't... Yeah, you gotta stand there, but you just gotta gather them up, and I don't know how many it works on, and it doesn't really work great on higher level fours, I believe, but it's a cruel joke, and it's a unbridled learning yeah. but it's not as effective as just killing thing i guess it depends on how many blues you take with you. <laughs> well that's another area that i see like touch blue mage they thought oh blue mage can't do aoe's in here and they nerfed yes they've been nerfing that since blue mage was used to aoe sandoria and they got really upset because i think it's one of those things se looks at uh blue mage's aoeing and killing things really effectively because the reason other jobs can't is the way that damage works in this game uh, for AoE spells. Blue Mage is not nerfed in... For, so for Black Mage, if you AoE a spell, the amount of targets you have reduces the damage dealt to every target. Blue Mage does the same damage to every target unless it resists or so on. It doesn't have a penalty for the number of mobs you have. It's just why people AoE with Blue Mage. Yeah, only Blue Mage and Beastmaster can do that, and Blue Mage is infinitely better because they don't have a charge system they're working off of. Yes, so as you look at that, and they just say... Uh, you got Aeolian Edge, which is uh, really comparable, especially from a red yeah. mage. Yes. Back to Ravage. AoE now. You know, I don't know if it's just Red Mage's Blue Mage's natural rival, or you really have a thing for Red Mage. Well, that was one of the uh, examples that I would use in the forums that, you know, in Dynamis now, Red Mage could just AoE everything with Aeolian Edge because people were saying, oh, Blue Mage could uh, magically AoE. Yeah, a lot of jobs could. Too. Even on Thief, it's more reasonable than DDing on a, it's the wrong color eyes to use a low on edge. So I can't imagine a job actually set up for it like Red Mage. Probably do ridiculous. Uh, Core, yeah. Core can do it too. Yeah, but I'm sure Red Mage is even better set up than Core for that. Honestly, I really want to take a, a bunch of Blue Mages into Juno and pull green. 
No, it's um oh green. Mm. Because then they, they, they don't take quite as much additional damage, but they take uh they do take AoE damage. Like it's an increased amount of AoE damage. Yeah, I know the other one is like minus ninety five percent. I thought it's blue. Yeah. Like they're both damage bonuses, and that's what's cool about that zone. Everyone gets to feel like a powerful dude. But um when it comes to like green eye, there's no reason to really pull green eye unless you're AoEing. And I think uh, like bringing in like six blue mages and just AoEing that zone into the ground would be just be the most fun. I do uh, think I, Go on. I know. I've done it before, the AoEing with Blue Mage. I know a lot of groups that do it too. Yeah. I've always Is it done everything I hope it would be? Yeah. I mean, it's, you could tag everything with TH and just mow them all down. Oh man, that's so good. I gotta try to get us to do it's that. It's sad that a job that needs so much adjusting and rebalancing, probably more than any job in this game besides Black Mage and maybe Scholar, uh, it's sad that it has those sort of niche things that have been abused due to how they work with certain events or this or that, and everyone, you know, I think Essie looks at that and they say, ah, it's able to do all this, don't gotta do anything to that, let's, uh, you know, I can't hold the button so I can't do a thing with my hands where you, you know, smack your hands and go, ah, let's go get a drink. Who knows how they even look at things like that? They probably don't. Yeah, probably not. We're all banned now. It's, it's probably like a triage system where like, so so when it comes to like companies noticing things like when they're when they're big business companies or anything like that, um, a lot of times they know about all of the complaints that are going on. Like even on our our English side of things, um, they probably just don't care. <laughs> the cold truth, and that's because they don't have to respond to something in, until it like needs to be fixed. So if someone up above is going to give the directive, it's like, hey, let's make this game more enticing by by increasing the abilities of these of, of the jobs in the game. They're all they're always going to go to the one ones that are like the most popular and do them first which is what we, we pretty much saw or like the ones where there's like the most outcry but i just don't feel like anyone has been vocal enough with blue mage during that time frame and they were like just getting ready to implement that to to move that corporate needle is, is a lot of the problem so what you're saying is se is like the nfl uh basically yeah I mean, i've been trying i go to the forums and i bump the posts to get a buff and stuff like that but i, I really don't even know how to look at it because the game is so small now you, if uh, I worked at SE, all you have to do is go to, like two different websites to get the opinions of like uh, any players. And you know, they say mm -hmm. the community reps say that they read the localization errors thread on Auction House and report back. So they say they do read these things, but they never respond. I mean, they're seeing it. So you know, I have to say I do appreciate Drela that you're actually posting those things. And maybe if that's what you're doing, maybe I'll have to come and and agree with you. So they have one other person, you know, just to hopefully move the needle. Because blue gets awesome stuff. Osmosis is really cool, yeah. and it's never been useful. Just like Voracious Trunk. I mean, those are really cool things you could like exploit in a battle to take. You know, some of these mobs have ridiculous buffs, like in uh, like the Orc uh, Halthus and, and Sandy. That's a ridiculous buff. And all the all those yeah. Wave Two mobs have ridiculous buffs. And Atomos can take it with no problem. So why can't Blue Mage take it with no problem? Yeah, there's a couple of MSKs I use Osmosis for some, some stuff, but uh, I love those kind of spells definitely. What do you use Osmosis for in Ambuscade? There was one mob that had like an attack boost or something. Maybe it was like a orc ambuscade. Probably the orc one. The orcs get a big attack boost with their war cry. Yeah, so I remember stealing that. Over uh, how long does it last? I don't know if you know that off the top of your head. I was going to say if you replace nature's meditation. Minutes. Yeah, three minutes sounds right. That'd be oh, great on the cast meditation and get a bigger buff. That's right. Um, I when you guys said osmosis, like I know I had the spell or anything. I obviously never said about you know because that's the trend of everything that I've said in this podcast so far. Um, but when you say osmosis, I think back to other Final Fantasies. I'm thinking, oh, well, that's just going to steal MP. But no, that's like absorb attribute on Dark Knight. Like that, even that's better, not only, that's even not better, it's, it's a steal. 
yeah, exactly. It, it takes the debuff. Oh, that's what the attribute does. I don't play Dark Knight, sorry. I was thinking that the attribute yeah, yeah. takes the actual attributes like strength so, dice, whatever. So there's dispel effects, right? And then there's stuff like absorb attribute or, or like Pup skill on thief. Yeah, yeah and, and Pup will get it too. And it just takes the buff. It not only dispels the buff, but you get it. And that's it's really strong. So for Blue to just get access to it, what's the recast on it? Do we know offhand? I actually have it right Recast is 120 seconds, but you can get that down a lot with the Blue Mage yeah. gloves and stuff to maybe, you know, yeah. it's a very reasonable time. Maybe like, you know, 30-ish, 40. I know I spend a lot of time, like if I go summoner to Dynamis, um, I spend a lot of time using Atomos in there for that exact yeah. reason. I love doing stuff like that. It's <laughs> yeah. a, it's, yeah, no dude. one really uses it. It's a really great thing to use Atomos for, I always call him Atomos, but it's, you know, for uh, the Yagado too, because it gets like a ridiculous defense buff and then you just don't die. Yep. It lasts longer than most buffs. It's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And you know, like a lot of people focus on dispel, but there's like other cooler things that we could do with you know dispels and just the fact that the blue mage gets access to it. So, so what what's wrong with it then? Like, why don't we set it more often? Probably doesn't work. <laughs> sometimes it does it just get resisted. There's like a, a lot of buffs that you can't even steal sometimes too. Yes, it doesn't. It uh, Atomos can take buffs that uh, I think even Osmosis can't because it came out long before. It's a level eighty four oh, spell, so it came out in the yeah. Abyssia era long before these things that exist now. Where they, they wanted to really limit its abusive potential, so they made it kind of like eh. That's the whole thing with Blue Mage. Like, there's so many different spells that are are stuck in different eras of you know the game that they never came back to look at. Well, what instantly triggered my mind is when you said that you took the Orc Ambuscade's attack buff. Um, I instantly thought uh, Halthus. Yeah, it's the same thing. But I actually so never considered if you can Osmosis Halthus. That that's absurd. Yeah, problem. It was, it's going to be a resisted, though, is the problem. So you're going to need to get accuracy. Yeah, that's, that's possible, too. Blue Mage getting support buffs? No way. Oh. You could do other cool stuff, too, like the um, Reaving Wind. That's using some stress, too. That's the spell that I need. I actually wanted to play with more. I know also that people tested it into the ground, but it just gets resisted too much. Well, it works, but you need to be... I mean, it doesn't get resisted as bad as Feather Tickle does, because it's even older, but it um, and less effective. But it gets resisted against, like, if you run up to Eren's and cast it, it's going to get resisted, like, 80% of the time with pretty good gear. So you're going to need to, like, have actual support to land that on stuff that's hard. Wouldn't take much, but... I know there was, like, a, a recent solo with uh, Summoner on very difficult Lilith, and they use like, Kate's it, so you could probably... I saw that. that was, like, one of the, the greatest solos I've, I've ever seen, honestly. Just the control in that fight. And it's a solo that, that that spicy probably won't like because it involves mewing things. Is it? But um, this, this summoner the, was sub dark knight. The tar summoner. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was so crazy. Papisa, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Papessa. That that solo was honestly just fucking beautiful. Um, the the fact that that summoner was sub dark knight and they were absorbed TPing as well was like the best thing ever. It made me want to play summoner in that fight. It's very hard to do that, even if you have all that. They're very... Oh, oh, I imagine. I'm sure it took them a lot of times to do that, too, but they're also very good. Yeah, that, that was really cool. Um, I couldn't believe what I was watching. So maybe we should round this out with... What do you think, Drelo? Do you want to offer advice to new Blue Mages or anything? What should we round this off with? Any suggestions? Because there's a lot we could talk about with Blue Mage. I mean, I don't want to sit here and talk about what weapons you should use or... I mean, it's not like a new Blue Mage guide. We're just kind of talking about the job in general. Yeah, I for me, it's uh, my favorite job in the game. Like these days, I just I use it for literally almost everything now. And now that you know more gear upgrades have came out and a lot of shifts in play style, you could even use it for stuff like certain master trials that uh, people 
we're like dead set on certain strategies and stuff like that. So I used it in Afraid of the Dark before a lot of these like weapons, like the Hexa Strike Mace for Warrior and stuff came out, and it was it was really good at being able to do the blunt and slashing damage. But I'm sure there's yeah. good jobs that do better now. But it was good in the fight in general. So yeah, definitely when it first came out, but now there's so much like power creep and stuff. You know, you can use it for almost all of them. And uh, I was I just, using it in black and white. This was so bad that they would you know use my idea and have gear that we could use to influence spells like older spells because i would love to use the old spells if the problem is every spell does different stuff so i mean you could have it enhances the potency of your buffs by like 100 percent, but that would just make uh warm-up do 20 accuracy instead of 10 something like that i would just i would be happy anything that we could do to influence the spells or a duration increase for certain spells or well, that'd be cool too. Even if you made those competitive, though, um, it still allows you to free up like different traits you can set. Uh, yeah, that's a good. Sometimes point. you have to set something just because you need that trait. And if if you had like a more potent spell somewhere else, like maybe you could set that trait and in a special in, in like a, a beneficial way and still you know get something better out of it. Also, yeah, that's like exactly my point. Like if we needed accuracy and let's say we had gear that can improve warm up, we just equip warm up and we wouldn't have to have all the traits there. That's stuff. a great that's point because the accuracy bonus tier is basically give you like what twelve or thirteen. I have it right here. Twelve or thirteen. It changes based on the tier. So twelve to thirteen accuracy. Having a three minute duration. In this case, it'd be 20 accuracy. It would give you more space to not have to use those higher tiers because you get to spend out the 10 points later on with uh, Dimensional Death and Disseverment or whatever to get the higher accuracy tiers. Lower right. on, it doesn't it, cost it, as much. It stacks up and it, it becomes more and more attractive if you're trying to do something like uh, like any of your Thibron offhands. Problem will be uh, if the fight lasts longer than three minutes, you're going to start losing DPS over keeping the trait by having to stop to cast it. Another problem with Blue Mage and physical spells, you lose DPS just to cast them. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say because of the stop going Dynamis, though, like that's an event where um, where you wouldn't really see that much of a downtime doing that sort of thing. So I open up so many new possibilities for the job. It's not. It's it's really not. It's only like a couple adjustments away from being able to be even better, being all the blue it can be, as Funk might say. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Drela's got a good point there. The job's really great for being itself, even though that wasn't your point. I mean, it's not the best DD in the game. It's not the best healer in the game. Not the best to buffer. It's not the best anything. But it has such a toolkit, even of older stuff. Uh, what job do you know can heal, slow, paralyze, defense down, use ridiculous blink? You know, all these things by itself. And, you know, magic damage, physical damage, you know. <laughs> no. It's really great for a player in this game. For how alone a lot of people are in this game at this point, Blue Mage is that kind of job where you have the confidence of your job in this case to handle itself. Yeah, Monk's really great. Monk has tons of HP. Monk can go solo all this stuff. But yeah, Monk needs cure. Monk needs trust. If you lose all your trust on Blue Mage, you are not doomed. If you lose all your trust on Dark Knight, you're not going to last too long. Like, Well, do you have an APOC? Oh, <laughs> who uses that? I don't even want like a damage increase to be honest, because they don't even come out with content fast enough to, for us to want to clear stuff fast. Yeah, and yeah. I'm happy with Correct. doing 45k uh, expiation to wave three boss. I don't need to do more than that to be yeah. a valuable member that's, there. Yeah, I perfectly acceptable. I like damage. to cast more spells and you know use cool stuff like osmosis and things like that. Survivability is worth something too. You get survivability yeah, besides malignance, even though everyone's kind of dumbing survival down to malignance anymore. 
my takeaway on on what we've talked about here is that despite our long section of talking about how the job has been neglected in like so many ways and like so many ways it can be improved we can still turn around and say yeah but i'll just use this job for just about everything oh yeah like i think that that demonstrates a lot for the inherent strength the job actually has and that overlooking it in a group just because like maybe the red mage is going to do like 10k more damage on a weapon skill or something like that's just some superfluous thing i pulled out of my ass like just because that's the case doesn't mean that that you should ignore the job that's going to be this like crazy utility box that's going to do just as well i think the problem is everyone besides the people chasing daddy's love fox yeah um is that everyone looks at things in terms of performance if you looked at a car that wasn't good at anything, but did everything you wanted that car to do that other cars couldn't do, even though they were better cars. A lot of people would like that car, but most people wouldn't. Everyone would be like, oh, this car's faster. Oh, this car's more comfortable. This, this, not. But there's something to be said about the ability to, you know, withstand all of those things and not have to be the best. Because you don't have to be the best. I mean, everyone kind of looks at it, oh, I would just take this job. I'd look at this. You know, if you're really struggling or your group needs to be carried, which is generally the reason that even I have to think that way, uh, the people around you, you have to pull all their weight and you need to have those things that are better to do that. I mean, as long as you're not trying to carry everyone, you don't need to be the best at anything, as we always say. And Blue Mage is not the best at anything anymore without, you know, excluding niche situations, AOE, healing, stuff like that. But it's not, and it doesn't have to be, and that's what's great about it, is it gets probably some of the greatest variety and utility, appeal, uh, unique mechanics, and a lot of things about the job to know, tons of things to gear up if you want to. And it does all that, and it's fun and cool, and it doesn't have to be, you know, big dick swinging McGee. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Another thing they should adjust is... Uh... I know a lot of people don't even think about it because we all use like add-ons and stuff, but to, they should have like spell sets that people could swap to. But don't use maybe Windor. Yeah, that's true because Azure sets is absolutely crucial. It's crucial for Pup too because they have their own version of it to be able to, in the middle of a fight, you are infinitely more important and valuable if you can on the fly pivot instead of being like, hold on guys. But if, yeah. you, can, if you can pivot, that's that's very valuable. I don't know how people play without it, but I know there's people out there that don't. So Yeah, I stopped playing without it many years ago, and I can't even think of a time without it. It's I If I had to choose between Windower and Azure sets and played Blue Mage constantly, I would have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's something I picked up about two years ago, and I, I could never think of going back. I, like, let's say you're, you're, you're doing something and you need to change your spells so on the fly. Like, Blue is still going to be a competent DD like during that process, even if your traits get a little weird during the swap process, um, like you can at least still do something while that's changing. So like, don't discredit the utility that using something like Azure sets on the fly actually brings uh, because you think it's going to shut the job down because it doesn't actually, it's just a, a little bit of a road bump for more improved play later. And if you really, really love the job, I haven't even done this, but if you had contingency spell sets, like, Hey, in the middle of the fight, the white mage dies. Let me set the spell set that changes my typical DD spell set to, you know, something with white wind or uh, battery, uh, not battery tusk, battery charge. Because I've had groups where I'm doing great 
and I'm not using Tizona because it was like all mace for Q-Trubs, but the Red Mage isn't refreshing me. They're not doing anything. And I kind of like, oh, I don't have battery charge. <laughs> now I can't cast Cure. I can't cast um, Nature's Meditation stuff. I wish I could swap on the fly, but I got to do it by hand because I didn't save a contingency set. Yeah, I think out of all the out of all the jobs, like if you had to have a job that could save the day and like carry the group if it needed to, I think Blue Mage has is on the higher end of that spectrum of jobs that have the potential to do so. Because I mean, as cool as Asuna is, and as powerful now that White Mage has gotten gear that enhanced their ability to use Asuna, hoo hoo! Uh, Blue Mage on yeah. the front line is infinitely still doing its job and is still not going to die. I mean, within DT gear, White Mage is not dying yeah. as well. But I mean, in terms of being on the front line and designed to be there more than the mage, Blue Mage is still going to be up there racing people and everything like that. And no other job can show up and do that. It is awkward, though, um, that it does not get gnaw to your spells, like uh, your your Poisona or Stona and stuff like that. Like it's, it's, it's cool that it gets an AoE erase, but it is really awkward Like when you approach it as a healer, though. Um, and it doesn't have access to that. And for that reason, like if I know I'm main healing something on Scholar, like an event or something, like I'll actually sub White Mage or sub Scholar, even though that's like blasphemy. Maybe Essie thought that Blue Mage was naughty enough. Whoa. Hmm. Well, nowadays we have the uh, the Moogle where you could just buy remedies and kind of say it. Yeah, I, I kind of always have remedies. You know, I do that. I, I, I make it a point to tell people that I'm doing that while I'm actively doing it. And you think more people will catch on and just keep them on them because it doesn't cost that much to do they're that. Free. People, they're, they're, they're basically the free. They're, they're a stack every expensive. month for free. No, people, Ambuscade. please carry med. Please carry a stack of Panacea, a stack of Remedies, and a stack of Echo Drops at a minimum. Uh, and you'll, you'll run into such less problems. Like, yeah, you can still expect that the White Mage is going to do that for you. But sometimes triage happens. And sometimes people are dying, and you know what? If you remedy yourself, you'll probably have enough time to save your own life, too. So just yeah. please do that. You know what's super cool we didn't touch on? Blue gets awesome gravity. Oh, subduction? Yeah, yeah, that's great. You ever just do that yeah. and run away from all the aggroing mobs? Maybe you're like <laughs> AoE cleaving and and uh, Omen, oh. and you're like really sucking and not paying attention, so you got a subduction run away. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I think you wanted to avoid being a guide, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, they can't touch on everything. But is there anything else we wrap up with? Because we're going to go over. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I just uh, when I when I approach this sort of thing and I approach like a job, you know, podcast, job focused podcast, like I just want to provide enough to get people thinking about the job so they can determine if it's like up their alley to to try to contribute to it later. Because anyone who like takes up one of these jobs and, you know, plays this 20 year old game uh, is a potential contributor towards, you know, finding things out about these jobs that we may not have thought about that we may not have thought of so i didn't think you know, of using osmosis have... against the uh, orcs yeah. i didn't think of that yeah i know shit tons of stuff about mechanics and i just didn't even think of Os- i didn't even i didn't even remember osmosis existed until you mentioned <laughs> it. that's so good yeah it's also one of the one of my favorite things about the jobs you know it's like it has unique spells and stuff that you could do all kinds of stuff with that's why i fell in love with blue mage yeah it's really sweet i really enjoyed the independence i felt and that's especially at 75 in the 75 era that was very empowering because you get killed by normal decent challenge mobs trying to do a wings of the goddess mission so <laughs> it was true i mean you get killed by all sorts of shit so to have cocoon which was a big deal i mean they changed defense works but anyway um to do sleep and survive to have bind i remember doing the shantoto missions uh the last fight and i won that fight which was the hardest of all the three crystal expansion add-on thingies there the the three add-on tiers because you know shantotos were just killing people 
you had to keep them apart. They'd come over and skill chain and wipe your whole party. So I remember doing that with Blast Bomb and Regurgitation on Blue Mage, Sub Mage, to keep one away long enough with constantly binding it in order for my group to win. And it was such a fun fight, and it was only possible because of Blue Mage, and it was great. Yeah, I had an ambuscade like that, I think, uh, a couple of months ago where people were wiping and I had to bind one of them with Regurgitation. It's a spell that you'd think you're never going to need, but it costs one point, and for how much Cocoon isn't needed... Yeah. versus how much regurgitation could maybe do something in Ambuscade, I really should set it more than I do. I, I agree. I, I set it in my sets quite a bit, even if it doesn't really feel like it belongs in the set, just because it's nice to have like something clutch and you're only spending one point for it. Right. Just love Blue Mage. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think we're good, though. Uh, you're right. We could be, yeah. could be running over. And honestly, like I could, I could keep talking about this stuff for quite a while. I want I'm to, because Blue Mage was like, the first guide that I made, too. Just, it was great. Blue Mage was the first job I had a Mythic weapon on. I think it was the first job I had an Empyrean weapon on, and I've been playing for almost what, 14 and a half years at this point. Not as long as Drelo over there at 19 years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but it's just great. you know. Even at 99, it is still nice to have that ability to be independent. You know, To know that you know, if I don't have a group, I can go kill Jin if I really need a ring for a job. It may be slow. I may have made a terrible video, didn't even think of capping my accuracy, could have done it better, blah, blah, blah. But if I needed something, if I put enough work into the job, it can get me there with trust in a way that I can't just jump on other jobs and do. I'm sure a really good yeah. puppet master could do certain things, but just in other jobs as well without getting back into Red Mage. But, you know, I can't get on Warrior <laughs> and just be like, okay, let's go fight all the Catarays. I'm sure a Warrior can do it, but that is a super buffed, geared up Warrior that's simply playing yes. against their trust dying, not because the job itself is able to do it. I've been soloing Jen a lot recently because I, I don't have an Ashera Harness, and I really should have one, but it just refuses to drop for me. And when I go to do it, I do it on Beastmaster, I do it on Ninja, and I do it on uh, uh, blue? Monk. Oh, uh, Monk, actually. I, I, I should start doing it on Blue, because one thing in common with all three of those jobs is that, yeah, I'm going to absolutely wreck Jen on it, but if my trust happened to die to like a rogue um, uh, a rogue interference or something... Then the whole run's over. I, yeah, the whole runs over. Whereas it's not on a job like Blue Mage, and you know you you should really take those things into account, especially in a game where, you know, if if you're not playing with like your 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 five alts or whatever, like you're probably playing with yourself. See, in Ambuscade, when things are going wrong, unfortunately, a lot of times in Ambuscade, it's because someone like holding the Q trip has used the wrong puppet and uh, doesn't know how to <laughs> use repair and is only using victory smite and doing poorly and not evading. Uh, yeah, when the problem is the Blue Mage can't save the group when four Q-Trobes or all these rats wake up uh, in the in the quicker in one or all these like in Ambuscade, it's a lot of mobs generally is the problem. Gigas, orcs, you know, you can't save the day there, but certainly in an Odyssey run, uh, a UNM group where people died because you're a newer player, things like that. I mean, it really typically stands up to. Traditionally, the tank dies, you have enemy spells, even provocal work, and you will be better than other DDs in the front line. Uh, the healer goes down, you should be able to step in and, and hopefully carry people well enough while the healer recovers. That's a very unique function of blue as a cornerstone in saving groups, and that's you know another strength of it. Do you want to be the guy? You want to be the guy? <laughs> so thank you, Trailer, for coming on. It was great to have you. Of course, I'm glad it worked out that I was able to come. The best yeah, job ever sure. in the game, you know, as yeah. much as we complained about it, we I think we showed it is the best job in the game. Just needs a little update, that's all. The best job needs a little help 
it's a little short in the rent this month. <laughs> Just need a quick loan of a million dollars, small loan. It's trivial, really. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys. And yes, go go mess up that Reddit thread, nominate Spicy Sock or something, join our Discord, or, or post on the BG thread, the What the Fuck and Vana Deal BG thread. We really could use people making BG a place to talk again because Trailer needs to pop up there and have everyone, because BG does not forget. Like, all auction house and everyone moves on. People on BG are still there after all this time, and they still know Drelo. They have not forgiven and not forgotten, and they will. If he shows up, he is instantly public enemy for certain threads and certain people. So, oh, yeah. make BG threads a certain thing again. If, if the thread for Von Adil is popular enough, then it is a thing again, and I'm certain Drelo can pop in there, or I'll say he was there, and I'm sure someone will pop in just to say, fuck Drelo. Or email us if I didn't say that, but thank you, everyone. See you next week. Yeah, thanks, Trello. Uh, have a good one, guys. Thanks, guys.